0: Right,
1: fried potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, six potatoes seven potatoes more. Potato? One potato,
0: two potatoes, three potatoes, four. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. Potatoes. Welcome to
1: the Potato League podcast with your hosts Dan and Tom. Thanks, DJ. Thank you, DJ. Welcome to episode 305 of, yeah, I think it is. I think so. I think so. Um, we actually have kind of a uh, organized, we both kind of watched the same movies this week. Yeah. We've been uh, playing the same game all
0: week. Yeah. Um, I know, I was, I was. my goal, I wanted to see how much of the game I could get close to beating during like school vacation and then yeah. like, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's a long. I fucking mean, game, if you wanted to, you could, but I don't play these games that way. <laughs> no, no.
1: I mean, why would you? It's not fun to play. It's not fun to just go from objective to objective to objective, and because you could finish the game. Yeah. Uh, once you get to like level seven or so, you can. Yeah, I, ex- I think you could ex- pretty I ex- much the do shit everything out of everywhere. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'll just, like I would, we were just saying before we started, I'll stay in an intersection, and just. Blow up everything that comes my way. It doesn't get you anywhere. You don't really collect anything because it's not, and it's not advancing anything. But I'll just stand there for half an hour or yeah. so, see how many trucks I can pile up.
0: With just I, 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 one of my things is like if I'm trying to. In, we're talking about uh, oh, shit. Far yes. Cry Six.
1: Sorry, right we both started Far Cry Six. Finally um, this one week. of my
0: things is if, like if I'm attacking a base or something, you call an air support. Mm-hmm. I'll just go and hide. Yeah, and then I'll just like go make a sandwich. Yeah, until it eventually disappears. Yeah, because once you get like. Like, all three things in the red. Oh, I love that. And, like, he's sending you... he's sending I love his, it. <laughs> yeah. Sending everybody in the world after you. They're not very good at finding you if you just simply hide well. Yeah. Like, storm drains. Storm drains are just a perfect spot. Even if the helicopter is above you and sees you go into it and not come out the other side, they will eventually leave.
1: So. I do like that uh, once they kind of... If you start piling up bodies on uh, oh, yeah. one side of the storm drain... Uh, they'll keep coming, and you can just stand there, and it's like a shooting gallery. <laughs> Again, it earns you nothing. No. Nope. But uh, I don't even think you... You don't even get XP for just basic no. killing soldiers. All you're doing is shooting them and getting their
0: ammo. You might make a few pesos. Yeah. That's about it. I know every once in a while you get a guy with, like, 12 on you, and you're like, yeah. 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 No. That is the thing, too. Like, everything kind of drops the same amount of stuff. Like, like gasoline thing, it's almost always, like, the same.
1: Yeah, depending on the size of the canister. Yeah. Um, are you, I haven't, the only thing I've spent my pesos on are, uh, maps
0: at the, I haven't spent, you... I haven't spent any pesos other than, no. other than, have you built any of the bases? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've built a couple extra things. So I can buy the maps. I've got the option, but I'm just like, I'll wait. Cause I'm still like at the I like be- because I, I, my, cause I'm on like the first, like when you go off the your main island onto the little island and then onto the the, right. the main island. Right. I went off to the left. That's why I went off. Yeah,
1: first. that's where I've yeah. spent most of my time.
0: And like I said, I've still got so much shit there to uncover oh, yeah. that I'm not going to worry about even buying a map there until I've wiped out most of what I need to wipe out.
1: Well, the maps are just going to tell you... Uh, well, which ones did you, did you get? Uh, the hunting lodge or the fishing or the banditos or...
0: I got the banditos. Yeah. And then... I think i bought the gun like the armory i, yeah. I uh,
1: the gorilla yeah. gorilla camp or something. something like that um which really my, hasn't no the wasn't gorilla camp it, w- it wasn't worth it because it's like oh
0: you can buy the next level of weapons i'm like i already own many well, of these next level weapons and also
1: like like the level four weapons are like four grand and like yeah i ain't got that kind of pesos i don't have that money yet <laughs> and plus i but i think at this point because now that I, i've uh, I did what you have been doing for a long time. Then I realized I can just go to the camp, do the first mission in each of the sections mm-hmm. and build the camps up yeah. and then get all of the bonuses from all of the
0: camps. Oh, nice. So that's what I've done the last, like, like if you look at my map. For... That's true, because you can go to the first mission, oh, on yeah. all of them, pretty much at, like, a level three and you'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, if you look at my map, it's all... <laughs> Dark, because I just kind of came over here to do those missions. Yeah. I did the the one for old Carlos. Yeah, I'm with Carlos the, Montero right now. Then the two uh, entertainers, I guess. I don't yeah. know. And then I came down and did the other one. But, um, yeah, once you have all and the... Then you can fast travel. <laughs> well, you can, if you do the, if you fully upgrade either the Bandito one or the Gorilla one, that was the very first thing I did, and fully upgrade it, you get all the fast travels. Across the entire map, so you can just jump around if you want. Um, But once you're done doing that, I don't think you need like metal and gas and medicine anymore. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't know if you have any other use for them. Yeah. And I think at this point, I can just sell it. Yeah. And then I, if I want, I could buy. The reason I haven't bought any weapons is because, like you said, eventually you just kind of get them. And if you unlock the chests, I guess are except for where the specials are all of the chests and caches are sequential so it's not necessarily where it is it's in what order you're getting them in Yeah. like the first chest will have a shitty pistol and then Yeah cuz I went back better better I went back
0: to the first island to clear a bunch of chests that like popped open and it yeah. was all the um scavenger gear Yep. Yeah. You know it didn't matter which one I went to the next thing I got was scavenger gear. Right. until I was until I completed you got it. them. Yeah. And then you just change into that out, like the full outfit get your trophy and then change the fuck back out. Yeah. Cuz that's always a trophy it feels like. Uh, no matter what game you play, yeah, if you've got all, of, equipping a certain thing, yeah, if you're equipping all of the same style of stuff, that brings me to a gripe. I wish you
1: could set up instead of. Uh, I mean, it's great that you can like, like in this game. If you don't know, uh, you're they've changed quite a bit. Yeah, they don't have uh, perk trees anymore. Yeah. There's no more progression tree or anything like that. It's now tied to. Perks that are added onto your weapons, and then your clothing items all have little perk bonuses. Mm. Like Dan was talking about the scavenger one. So you've got headgear, gloves, pants, shirt, boots. And each one will do like, I don't know, the, the boots maybe you'll, you'll pick up more pesos off dead bodies. Yeah. The hat maybe gives you more crafting supplies out of chest, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but I don't want... You, so you can equip an entire set, so you can be like your entire uh, explosion set, and your entire scavenger, your entire first aid kit or whatever. But I don't want all of it all the time. I want certain ones. I wish you could set up classes. Mm-hmm. So like, I have a loadout that I always like to go into a base with, with. You know, like you have your sniper rifle, the shotgun you like or whatever, and whatever outfit yeah, you like Yeah, so I always like to wear, doing I, I think that.
0: it's the boot, pair of boots where you don't get knocked down. Is easily. Oh, nice. Because my, my I, I, I tend to get into some melees from time to time, so I want the boots on that I don't get knocked down easily.
1: My go-to footwear is the, uh, the ones where you don't lose any speed by crouching. You go the same speed crouching as you yeah. do standing up. Uh, and then plus you don't make any noise. Those are that's those are my favorite. But I wish you could just do that. I wish I could have a hunting loadout, which just mm-hmm. has because some of your specialized weapons do like four times damage on it. Yeah, it is not fun on to animals. change this shit
0: all the time. Right? There should be like yeah, like you said, like preset outfits that you can yeah. create.
1: And I'm I'm talking whole classes, like the guns you're using, yeah. your your your. Thing that you've got on your back, your Supremo or whatever it's called. Which
0: honestly, I don't use all that.
1: I forget much. about it. I do too. It's pretty awesome. The though. one I
0: have right now is super sweet. It uh, it will um if you die, it'll revive you, um like automatically. You can like release gas and it will save you. Oh yeah, you don't have yeah. it, that one. The it's, first aid one. Yeah. Yeah, it's this one. That's the one. Yeah, that that's one. the one I use. Because yeah. again, I haven't bought it yet. I tend to get myself in shit.
1: Well, that's another so, thing. I have enough uh, uh, depleted uranium to buy all these, but I'm just not. First, yeah. I don't know what I'm waiting for. But uh, this one is, again, kind of cheating. The stealth one that you get with the panther, you, when you set that off for like 30 seconds, you can see everyone who's in whatever area of you, and the special weapon that comes in it allows you to shoot through walls. Well, Jesus! So you can—I literally cleared can, an entire. Can you, can you not
0: hover as well?
1: <laughs> I cleared an entire base by going under a, st- a storm drain tunnel that went directly through under the base. Stood in the middle of the base, underneath it, set that thing off, and just shot everyone from underneath. Good goddamn. It's not. It's not
0: really. Which is funny because you think you're you're setting off like it sent it like shoots out explosives and shit and other things. Yeah. Yet you're in a storm drain and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean the game is silly. Uh, no one, no one ever said it wasn't. No.
0: Uh, so that's yeah, Far Cry. I, I almost never use like because I, yeah, I went and I had the other one, like the one you get at first. I never, which, I never fucking used it. Which
1: is pretty great when you remember to use it. Yeah. Because it, they they lock on the the first thing they you have these backpacks and it's basically more things that you like this one that I'm wearing improves your swim speed and does some other stuff that you could kind of tack onto it to fit your play style. And then on top of that, it gives you like mm-hmm. a special bonus. And it's a backpack that you've got on your back and the the first one you get shoots rockets and mm-hmm. there it, it clears an area. <laughs> yes it does. But uh uh and like yeah, way,
0: I don't know how many times I didn't use it because I, yeah, I just forgot about it. I
1: don't even think about it. I don't even think that I'm because the, the the game has this is the sixth Far Cry and and then eighth if you include the two add-ons. Uh never had anything like that yeah. a, that I can think of. Um they've taken away they've even added now that uh uh, health kits are now a perk that you have to add on to something, yeah like this the at the beginning, like because uh, always in Far cry if you didn 't have health kits you 'd like dig a bullet out of your arm and you could do that once every it took a while to refill that meter, uh, like your health would get down to zero and you 'd get the heal button, but you couldn 't do that you couldn 't self heal again for quite a while after yeah. that,
0: and this it wasn 't a lot more.
1: Yeah, you can more often certainly than before. Um, yeah. But I was looking; I finally looked it up. I was like, "Where the fuck are the health kits?" And then I, I read that you have to add it to yeah. one of your Supremos as a as a perk to add on to that, which is fine. I do kind of like the idea of that having a different Supremo for e- uh, different situations that you yeah. can just kind of yeah I, I have like them my set up
0: healing Supremo. Because basically, if you die, you just like click the button, then it releases a gas that like wakes yeah. you back up. Because far too often, because, again, I, I like to put myself in situations I probably can't get out of easily, um, I would die, and then it sometimes starts you over back at, like, the fucking base you
1: were at. Well, it'll start you at the closest safe, at the closest uh,
0: uh, fast travel spot. Which, the, the if reason... you haven't unlocked many... Yeah, true. You've got a ways to go sometimes. Because it's like, oh, fuck, but I have that, to run, like, five minutes to get back there
1: again. I guess my thing is, is that's the only downside to dying. There's no penalty to dying. No. So, like, if you're close to a, a fast travel spot, and it saves so often, it saves automatically every time you open a chest, every time you do anything, yeah. so nothing is lost if you...
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, if you're attacking a base and you've cleared most of it, but, say, you've opened all the cases, but you haven't defeated one enemy, and that guy yeah. shoots you, yeah, you don't have to go back and get everything you've right. already gotten. Right. But if you want to clear it, you yeah. still have to go back, and sometimes if you're a couple, like, a thousand yards away or meters away, you're like, fuck. Right. Still got to run that back. <laughs> <Damn> right. <it. laughs> Overall though, I'm having a good time with it. I, I yeah, uh, I'm enjoying the game a lot. It's it, I don't think it's I mean it's an interesting concept you're on like you're essentially in Cuba, yeah, at a time of revolution yeah. and the powers that be have created the strain of tobacco. Yes. That will both make you more pliant and gives you cancer eventually.
1: Similar to, uh, there's always a drug in Far yeah. Cry. That's one of the staples of the, of the game. Yep. Is there's always a drug. Like the last one, what was it called? That the uh, that the sister was making in Far Cry Five. I can't even remember. Bliss. Bliss. Yeah. She used to say, "All
0: it is would make you really happy."
1: Um, I'm a little disappointed with they've they've dialed back the hunting and fishing
0: stuff a lot, which. I really liked. I do too. Like uh, every time I come across a fishing spot, I'll stop and like fish for fifty. Oh yeah,
1: minutes. I uh, I just I took a boat out into a cove and shot barracuda for about forty five minutes the other but, day. But here's
0: the thing too, with like with the fishing especially, like you got to spend gunpowder to get new lures. Yes, which I'm like, yeah. I don't know if this fish is worth it right now.
1: I know that I will tell you that the fish is not worth it, and I did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I have maxed out fishing gear. I
0: have maxed out. My fishing line, because I got, I'm like, I'll sit there and struggle with one for a while. Yeah. And so far, I haven't not caught something because I didn't have a lure. Yeah. But yeah, I snapped a line, so I upgraded that. Yeah. I mean, some of them, it's still like, fucking Christ, you're still fishing with it for a while to reel it in. Yeah. Although I'm like, I have a gator. Why isn't he (laughs) swimming out and fucking grabbing this thing for me? Come on. I have my. This is awful.
1: Uh, The barracuda needs something to be attracted to, so I go out in a boat so that my dog will swim around the boat (laughs) and attract the barracuda, and then I shoot them. And if the dog goes down, you can just revive him and he starts swimming around again. Um, The animal companions are another staple of Far Cry. Um, We were just talking about that. One of them. I'm actually. I'm that that checkpoint you saw me clear. I was clearing that because uh, it's right next to where the last uh, animal thing mission starts. I don't have the chicken.
0: Uh, that's the other thing the that's kind of weird about this game is you participate in cockfights. Yes, you do. Yeah, I, have, I haven't had one yet. Oh, it's weird because it's like Street Fighter style. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, really? Yeah. It's like oh, cool. It's like side by side fighter like you know Tekken. Nice. But. The, I mean, you don't have many moves that I've discovered, So, but then I've only got the base chicken.
1: Yeah, I have quite a few. I did
0: win my first fight, won me 100 pesos on my fight, but... Ooh, I didn't think about that that being a good way to make pesos.
1: The best way to make pesos, I think, is, like we were talking earlier, the bandito things, but Yeah, I don't i don't know where there are more leaders, I just have the one...
0: Yeah, I just, yeah, I have to remember every once in a while to go check to make sure he's I yeah. can send him on in the next one, yeah. in the next one.
1: Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're sorry.
0: We're not going to explain this whole game. Yeah, you, you, it's great you, podcasting. You, you re- basically, every this is a cool thing. Though, like every time you rescue someone, they join your your people. Yes, and every, like I don't even know how we got the first leader because I mean he was there. I think. Well, did, I mean, you,
1: we you did a mission. Yeah. I think that 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 opens up that whole chain of yeah. uh, of options and he but, yeah, comes with that like first one. Yeah, basically there's like this one
0: guy who owned like a bunch of boats. Yeah. That now he fights with you and he'll lead the missions you send him on.
1: These are very similar to... Uh, Assassin's Creed has always had something like this where it's a... Uh, you're not... You're not doing anything. You send people out on these missions, and they're kind like, uh, I, I of like text adventures. But I do
0: like, yeah, that it gives you choices. Like, okay, yeah. you're here. If you do this, you might lose this many people, but you'll have high success rate. Yeah. So or you might have to bribe someone, yeah. and you'll lose pesos. Or you just send, set the whole fucking place on fire, and it uses up this much gasoline.
1: Yeah, so what we're talking about is yeah, there's this whole little side game to earn you uh, supplies and money and stuff where you just go to this board and you have this leader and you it's send like
0: them help, it's like a help wanted us. Yeah, and Rewarded you send them
1: on this mission and then it gives you these options about how you want to proceed through the mission. Do you like dance and and they'll have they'll carry different different levels of risk. Yeah. Some of them will be 100% success. Some of them will be like 45% success. And like you would expect the
0: the higher the risk, the greater the reward right. usually.
1: Although sometimes I don't even want the greater reward, I'd rather have something else that they're
0: offering. And you can continue the mission even if, if like the first part fails.
1: I have yet to fail anything.
0: I have failed one once. Yeah, because I, I went for the fifty percenter.
1: Oh I'm yeah, like, fuck it, I'll try it. The the, and the it lowest, failed,
0: and I'm like, okay, so I'll probably nope. You you literally just move on to the next thing, and you just don't get that reward. You just don't get that reward, yeah. and you don't get like, I you know, because other ones like, okay, you can do this, and the the reward is your your next mission will be ten percent more likely. To yes. Pass. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it just didn't offer me any more like increased odds. I think the I
1: think the lowest odds thing uh, thing I've tried is sixty five percent in it. Yeah. And no. it I
0: tried through. the fifty fifty just for the fuck of it because it was something like <laughs> it was like I don't really care if I win any of these rewards on this one. Right. So I'll try this one, and it was fine. But I said yeah, it's 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 one of these games again where you can find yourself playing it for a couple hours and not even notice because there's always and something not, to do
1: and not have done anything.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I, I I wasted a lot of time. I shouldn't say wasted. I it's still fun. Um, not doing stuff when I should have been unlocking bigger rewards yeah. to to kind of move on. But uh, at this point, I'm just kind of. Once you get the 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 light machine guns are super powerful if you can control them. And once you get the muzzle, whatever that keeps the, yeah, yeah, the motion. that keeps it from fucking jumping all over the place. Because man, awesome. do they ever! Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I use the middle one because the last one fires too fast and it
0: uses up all your fucking ammo. Yeah.
1: But anyway, that's Far Cry Six. I know.
0: And now I can finally talk to the student at school who continually yeah. bothers me to see if I'd started playing. Yeah, one have. of
1: mine does that too. Uh,
0: so I'll be able to go like, yes, I have. Yes, played that I one. have. I have. And this is where I'm at.
1: Um, we movie wise, uh, we both watched Miller's Crossing this week. You watched No Country. I watched it a couple weeks ago. Uh, You watched Children of Men and Geostorm this week, which I watched last week. Geostorm! Geostorm. Uh, Colin and I went to Uncharted on Monday. And then... um, Look, if there's ever a week to watch uh, a Russian anti-war film... Yeah. I guess this is it. Uh, So Dan and I both watched in the past 24 hours. We both watched Come
0: and See. Which is a 1985 Russian film. That, I mean, it doesn't like label itself as an anti-war film, but if you if you it watch is. that film and like I can't wait to go fight, something's fucking wrong with you.
1: Yeah, because it's not in any way glorified. Do you want to dive right Let's into dive that? Let's dive right into that. Uh, Let's
0: get that one out of the way
1: first. Jesus Christ, I like just finished yeah. it like That's less than an hour Robin ago.
0: Upstairs. I'm like, I'll give Tom a little bit more time to digest it because I watched yeah. it last night as we went to bed, <laughs> and I'm just like. That was the wrong move. Yeah. Because, like, we watched about an hour and a half of it before dinner. Yeah. Then ate dinner. Then, like, talked with Tristan for a while because he was up. And then, like, we went to bed and we're like, okay, let's finish watching the remaining hour of this in bed. And it was like, what the fuck did we do that for? God damn
1: it. What did Andrew think?
0: Fucked up. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot more surreal than I expected it to be. See, there it, are times where I'm like, this is fucking channeling Apocalypse Now. I know. And I'll,
1: I'll be honest, I expected more of that because yeah. I was I had read up a little bit going in, and I thought there was going to be more of that. Um, so one of the reasons that this was added to uh, kind of our uh, put on our radar is that one of the things I know I have been not like attacking head on, but trying to pick away at the Letterbox Top Two Hundred and Fifty list,
0: mm. and that's right at the top.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is um, the top two hundred and fifty narrative. Feature length films Mm -hmm. by letterboxed uh, users' users reviews, I think, with over 5,000 views at least. It's a good amount. (laughs) Yeah, it's at least, you know, it's not like something that seven people have seen and gave a five. Um, So, number one is Parasite, which I watched. This did I watch that. Um, I watched someday this week. uh, I watched, I finally, my first 4K viewing. And also my first viewing after I I had like really read up on it um, to notice a lot more of the little crazy detail. What a fucking crazy detailed movie that is. Um, Right up to the point of the, like the, the, when the lightning crashes, when they're getting drunk in the living room, that's like the exact center point of... The running time of the film, it doesn't come up when you look at the timestamp. it's not exactly halfway, but the actual running time of the film, that's the halfway point, everything goes to shit from there. Yep. Um, just really good stuff. But we're talking about Come and See. So Parasite is number one on that list for Letterboxd. Come and See is number two. Mm-hmm. This is a movie I was not at all familiar with, which is not shocking. It's it's not very available. I, I wasn't
0: either, though, and I'm... I don't want to... I know some Russian cinema. Sure, okay. Like I've seen more than one Tarkovsky film, which okay. is...
1: I mean, I, I'm... you see the Solaris yeah, and... Yeah, uh, Solaris uh, and Mirror and...
0: Stalker? Yeah, Stalker's another one. Uh, I, I've Ivan's Childhood, which is compared a lot to this film. I yeah. haven't seen that one yet. That's one of the ones I need to see because it's not... I think it's a bonus feature on one of the Criterion discs on that particular did you have you had the criterion of come and see I bought it yesterday because okay. we went to Bangor and I did you it. watch it also- any of the stuff yes which oddly ties it in with the rest of our stuff okay because one of the special features is like a 10 minute interview with Roger Deakins huh, interesting who was not a cinematographer on this film but he apparently watches this film like once a year Jesus Christ he a sadist what's <laughs> wrong no, with this guy I also didn't know Roger Deakins was very British
1: Oh yes, I, I knew that because I've actually watched several Roger Deakins uh, interviews the last yeah. couple weeks. I did not because so of I'm our like, Cohen oh, brothers. He's
0: British. Yep, but no, he and he loves this film for the things it does visually. Yeah, because I mean, one of the things this film does is when a lot of shit in com- Oh, okay, we haven't even like summarized film. No, a young boy about thirteen years old. Uh, he lives in Bel- Belarus. Belarus um, during World War Two. The Germans are invading his country, so he is joining up with the local army in order to get a weapon. Him and his buddy, who's like eight, <laughs> but is fucking awesome, having should, a blast. Everybody talks with that voice. Yeah, um, are digging old World War One trenches up, looking for guns, and they each have found one. Um, so yeah. he, he he you know decides he's going to go off because this war. is this is not like
1: organized army. This is like. Villagers yeah. Getting pitchforks and whatever they can find to fight off the, the Germans as yeah. they come in. Much like the Ukrainians are doing this week. Yes. Against the Russians.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's got his gun. He's going off to war. And, and first, let's... The younger they are, the
1: more fun and games it is. Like, the young yeah. kid is just like, he's he thinks this is just the greatest thing. Yeah. And, like, we're going to go kill some fucking Germans and... Even our uh, Floria, our uh our protagonist, the guy who leads us the the young man who leads us through this story, he's not as gung-ho as the this younger kid is, but he is very naive as to what he's going to be getting into.
0: oh yes uh he has no idea what's going to happen yeah. i mean there's he, he he goes off you know to, and joins these people, and like at first he's pissed because they're like one of the older men and ha, doesn't have any boots. His boots are falling apart. So the, the the commanders like take the new recruits' boots and we'll leave him here. So he's sitting there just fucking crying. Um, meets up with a young girl who's also there because it's just like people who've been you know displaced, ki- displaced, kicked out of their home. They're refugees. Um, and then everything starts getting shelled to shit. <laughs> like they're actually having a nice little time. Yeah, it's actually a, a nice woods. little scene. Yeah, and then everything starts going. And you know he tries to return home. Nobody's home anymore. In one of the best scenes is like when they're leaving, I and the girl sees all the dead bodies behind like one of the barns, and the yeah. boy doesn't see. I it. thought that was interesting. Yeah, that so they. Well, they're... it's part of his naivety. He doesn't yeah. want to see the horrors. Yeah. Of the war, he still thinks he's a fucking soldier. I thought
1: that. Uh, so they go back to his his village, and it's it's empty. It, it isn't like shelled or anything. No. It's just empty. Um, like shit is still warm. Yeah, like, a, a, yeah. The food they is still yeah, warm. they have some borscht or whatever the fuck yeah. Russians make. Uh, that was like you said. That was still on the stove. It was still warm. And then they are walk. And he's like, "They're not here. They're not here." And they leave. And they're walking out. And it's a very quick shot. Yeah. Where she looks back and sees all the dead bodies piled up behind the barn. And he just keeps walking. He never sees it. I thought that was curious. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, I think that's his character at that yeah. point. Yeah.
1: Because he's always. Just moving forward. Didn't moving even forward. think to look.
0: Yeah, he's he's not a soldier, but he thinks he is because he's carrying around his gun. He's got his coat.
1: Then he never again. And this is not to spoil it. He doesn't fire his weapon until the very end, and yeah. he never fires it at a person. No, and that's kind of when
0: he becomes the soldier. Yeah, but he doesn't become the soldier when he until
1: out with the other kid
0: until he has like undergone massive amounts of trauma. Yeah,
1: so. The whole thing is just kind of a kind of like a descent it, into hell. Yeah, it's a road movie uh,
0: almost. Yeah. just going from place place. Think of, oh brother, worse. where art thou? Only everywhere he goes, there's a war it's, crime. And
1: it's worse than the place that he just left. Yeah. And as he goes along, he's just more and more... He's just got that look on his face the whole time. Oh, yeah. Well, he keeps just, getting
0: more and more shell-shocked the entire yeah. way through. And that's the one thing this film does, is it doesn't give you a chance to look away, because most of the time... the What's happening on camera is happening directly at you. Yeah. Like, the characters are looking at you. It's not like it's a long shot when somebody's pleading for their life. Or, like, when that young girl later in the film, just who got taken by the car full of soldiers... Got thrown into the truck. gets ...starts walking back, and she's all beaten and bloody, and she's walking directly at you. Looking at you. Like, right. making eye contact with the camera the entire time. Yeah and that's actually one of the things that Deacon's loved so much is it's like it's confronting you with everything cuz they're looking directly at you as Yeah, he looks at the camera many times. Yeah. Um I mean like yeah, and you if you like take pictures of like every 10 minutes when he looks at the camera as like a progression to yeah. the end of the film. Oh yeah, sure. He's fucking hollow yeah. by the end of that movie.
1: Yeah, by the end of it he's uh there's barely anyone in there anymore. Yeah. Uh, he's just and a, he's still- a husk. Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. This this whole film takes place over like three days. Yeah. If maybe and, not even. And it's
0: hard to tell the time sometimes.
1: Not even. Maybe. Maybe not, not even. Not more than a week.
0: Yeah, and he hasn't traveled a lot geographically because no. he's walking everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Like I feel like this would be like from like maybe at most from Milo to Dover. Oh, Max. Yeah. 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 At most. Yeah, that's fair. Um. And when you think about everything he has to endure from just that 15 miles that he travels, you know, it's fucking
1: brutal. The, uh, you kind of get the context at the end, because there's a little, uh, I don't know what you call it. There's some montage. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at the end when it says uh, 628 uh, villages in Belarus were, were sacked and yeah. burned uh, during that Little invasion because this was obviously uh, it was based on what ha- what happened. I mean, it wasn't an yeah. actual person. This was not an actual person, actual kid. But no, but this uh, entire uh, area of this Belarus, happened. This is what happened to them. Um. So, uh, oh, uh, I, I keep things just keep f- coming at me. I thought more than the visual style of the film as a whole the most striking thing was the sound. Mm -hmm. Sound is used in this movie. I think that's where some of the surrealism comes from, Uh, especially early when a shell goes off, lands very near them, and he's deaf for about 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um, It's really... Because it makes it more... uh, Heavy, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's when, a lot of base work in this. Yeah. Um, the other scene I'm thinking of is when they the cow, yeah. with the fucking tracers going off. Yeah. The sound during that scene was fucking amazing. Appar- apparently, those are real tracer bullets going uh, off. I believe like, that. They were shooting over the head of their child actors. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> uh, I thought that was the most effective sequence in the whole movie. Yeah. Was the cow. I sent Dan I sent Dan a text when I was at that point to let him know I had about an hour left and then I just sent a little yeah. <laughs> Well there's little yeah, there's OG. a point
0: in the film where him and he said he had set off with four other men at one point and it's just him and the other guy left because again and it, shell went off or and mine went off call, he called him uncle. Yeah. I don't know Is if he really Is that just like a term of uh, I think it might be because a, a, I don't a term of respect or something. I am trying to because his mother did survive that one spot. She did? Yeah, cuz I think that character shows up I think The character and the baby show up later, but the sisters are dead. Huh. But again, I don't know the actors well enough. We'll have to watch. Let's watch it it again right now. It's one thing I'd have to watch again, but I think later in the movie he comes across some of the. I'm pretty sure that's his mother. Right around that scene with with uncle when he gets with that group. Okay. But again, I'm not sure enough. But then that makes it even kind of creepier, knowing that the mother and the baby survived but the two twin sisters were close enough Grady twin style. Yeah, they're close enough in age don't survive and nothing's mentioned of it you know um but yeah the him and this guy go off and basically steal a cow from another guy saying we have people we need to feed we're stealing the fucking cow right and then they get trapped out in the middle of this fucking field
1: there's while a, there's uh, a
0: machine gun nest that can see them yeah in the middle of the field sends off a lot of, and then later he has to hide his coat and his weapon and try to go undercover with a nearby village, because the Germans are coming, and that doesn't go well, as one would imagine. No. Especially that's... when you learn at the end of the film that like they did this to 628 different villages.
1: Yeah, they did the old, uh, come this way, we'll take care of you, and they herd everyone into a barn and set it on fire. Yeah, or
0: oh, basically say, you can escape, but leave the children behind. Yeah, because the children are troublemakers. That was fucking weird and yeah. eerie. Well, I mean, if you want to erase a, a country as yeah. we watch with children of men yeah if there's no more kids there's no more future right no no, no quicker way to demoralize a village than to murder all their children
1: yeah um. so at, so they, they he gets out of the barn
0: yeah
1: uh, along with a woman who lets her kid get thrown back into the barn <laughs>
0: tossed literally just literally tossed, tossed back into, back the, into the
1: barn um, and they set it on fire and kill all those people after throwing.
0: Some explosives in.
1: Yes. Like each
0: turn like throwing like a little more than bottle rockets,
1: but yeah, at one point it's fully it's it's fully involved at one point and they're still like throwing Yeah Molotovs and I'm like guys. And there's still a guy like up top. Guys, it's on fire.
0: Yeah. It's you did it. Yeah. Uh so those toddlers aren't gonna fight their way out of there.
1: <laughs> there also isn't a lot of you get a lot of uh he comes upon something that's already happened mm-hmm. because the the unit of German and the, the other thing that the, the stark difference is the Germans are having a blast. Oh yeah, they're laughing. They're drink- They're half of them are drunk. Yep, um, just having the best time because these villages are not putting up much of a right. These are not soldiers. These are mostly old little old men and yeah. little kids and farmers and yeah, village folk.
0: Um, they don't have a tank. They don't have... They don't, and, and, like, the, the
1: higher-ups are eating lobster in the car. And yeah. Again, surreal as shit. When, yeah. I'm like, is she eating a lobster? Yeah, and was. who
0: is that? Why is there a woman <laughs> She's, in
1: there? Yeah, and then you see your dad a little bit later, yeah. and then there's no explanation whatsoever of who she was or what she was doing there. Yeah. Uh, so he then eventually comes... He meets back up with the... I don't know if it's the original. Is it the original group of? Yeah,
0: because the commander's fighter? the same. That's right. The commander, the commander that originally left him behind. It's that same guy.
1: And they have ambushed the German division or whatever that just burned the village. Yeah. So they have all the the uh, the captive captive Germans yeah. all huddled together under a bridge, and uh, our boys ready to light him to fuck up.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, and yeah, because like one of the guys was that, it was the one that had like the fucking. What animal was that? It looked like a fucking spider monkey, but it wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was like the the colonel because he's still alive, but he's been he's taken off his oh, yeah. garment. So and he's fuck he, yeah he did. He's just like I'm an old man. Look. Yeah. And then the other there's he lost blo- that hat
1: and jacket real
0: quick. Yeah. Then there's a blonde guy who's like, yeah, none of you deserve to fucking live. Yeah. Yeah. We kill you because you know you shouldn't. You are the scourge of you know fucking Europe. Yeah. Right? It was. It
1: was that whole scene was, uh, showing what uh, they'll. What different people will do in that situation where I had the upper hand a minute ago, yeah, but now all of a sudden I'm not a I don't want to be a colonel in the SS anymore. <laughs> nope uh, meanwhile, this other like we were made to do this. we're not even SS <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is Hitler's fault, yeah uh why didn't they let him burn him? I don't I, know I, got, I was I, I was kinda, ready to torture I, Nazi. I kind of got disappointed I was too. I'm like, oh, why'd they shoot him? He, I'm, I was actively rooting for them to get burned alive. <laughs> yeah,
0: because the kid speaks up. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, no, no. He's the one who said we could escape if yeah. you let the kids burn. Yeah. Which, you know, again, because, like, some of the villagers I pitched for because I'm like, they kind of let them off easy by shooting them. They did. Because they could have fucked their world. But, again, they then had to move on. Because it's like they can't stick around.
1: So, well, tying it back to... Uh... Because our boy, uh, Floria, dumps gas all over them, Mm. um, all over the the German prisoners. Well, all all the villagers are huddled around and they're, they want blood, clearly. Mm. Um, and it kind of takes you back to the very first scene. The very first person you see is that—that's not his dad, is it? The
0: old man in like the sand dunes. Is it like—is it some sort of relative? I think it's just one of the villagers. Okay, because that they, he, that they fuck with.
1: He comes across him later, Burn to burned shit. to a crisp, um, and he wants to do that to the. Uh, I thought we were going to come full circle, and he I was going to torch the Nazis. Um, but then we didn't get to torch the nazis. I think I think it was uh, well obviously it was uh, a choice not to have him ever kill a soul. Yeah. Uh, like I said he doesn't fire his weapon until right after that he shoots a picture of Hitler they were like carrying fucking around. 10 <laughs> times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cuz they were made to carry around uh, this these propaganda posters that said Hitler the liberator and shit yeah. like that in Russian but
0: um yeah, so the movie Basically ends with well, him. Yeah, well, it does come full circle because they take on a brand new recruit who is carrying a, ba- a same exact piece of suitcase luggage just like he was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's how you can kind of tell the new ones. Yeah, he's he's brought it. He he's that's cute. He's going to bring a suitcase with him. Yeah,
0: all his clothes look fresh.
1: Yeah, you know, and he he has that look on his face like I'm going to be a war hero. Yeah, and. Our other, our... Our boy who
0: joined up three days ago <laughs> and now is, has a thousand-yard stare. Is
1: the same age and <laughs> looks 20 years older than this other kid. Yeah. And he's covered in shit and mud and...
0: Yeah. Good times. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. Um, it helps me understand, though, like, because, I mean, like we said, Ru- we are living in a week right now where Russia just invaded the Ukraine. Um, Russia is not having the time of it they thought they were going to have.
1: I... Think they vastly underestimated everyone involved. Yeah, they vastly underestimated the Ukrainians, and they vastly underestimated uh, the rest of the world's reaction. Remember, I only remember it because I just, I was, I just watched some of it uh, this week because I was looking for something light to watch that I haven't watched in a while. So I started watching Twenty One Jump Street, <laughs> um, and there's a scene in that that actually might have more, be more analogous to the, the current events in Russia this week than the movie we just talked about. Mm. Because it's a, if you remember the beginning, the whole thing, the, the reason that the movie 21 Jump Street is funny and ridiculous is because these guys are obviously in their late 20s. Mm-hmm. It's Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill going back to high school as cops. It's a fucking stupid premise. And the reason the movie works is because the movie fully plays into that. Yeah how dumb an idea this was, and how dumb that show was. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they get to high school, the Channing Tatum character, he was the popular guy in school, so he's going to be, he thinks he's going to dominate high school again. Yeah. So he immediately goes in, and the first guy that says anything to him, he punches him in the face, mm-hmm. to like show dominance, because that was what was cool when he was in high yeah. school, to see how cool he is. And everyone's horrified. Yeah, like, what, what is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah. Did you just hit me because I'm gay? He's like, whoa, I didn't know you were gay. I didn't <laughs> hit you because you were gay. You just happened to be gay. <laughs> and it's this whole scene. And I I think, I feel that that's the same thing. I think Putin is still living in the 80s when toughness and being, pushing people around, the rest of the world would be like, ooh, look yeah. out. Now everyone's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah.
1: This is this is not 1985. Yeah. You don't get to do this anymore. Yeah.
0: And also, again, he, he did it because Ukraine is not a NATO country. So right. nobody was contractually obligated to back them. Right. But again, I love the scene where like it showed uh, the, the pre- their president, the Ukrainian president. And I, you know, our country offered to airlift him the fuck out of there. Oh It's yeah. like, I need guns, not not a ride.
1: Yeah, I need weapons, not a ride. And he
0: fucking stayed behind. And apparently, I did not know this, Kiev's um, mayor or whatever it is, that's like, Vladimir Valenko, like the heavyweight champion from like ten years ago. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like it showed him all decked out and I'm like Christ, he looks like someone Rambo went against in the eighties.
1: Yeah, he uh Putin has made a hero out of the Ukrainian president. Yeah uh, out of the
0: whole people of uh, the whole population. And
1: but but specifically him yeah. is now a fucking and what's funny hero is, across and we, the world. He
0: was a comedian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and now he's literally on the streets of Kiev in fucking battle gear. Can you imagine
0: any... any oh, I've US already shown him? the like... I don't know if you've seen him on Twitter, but like the memes where it's like... Him and Ted Cruz. Him and Ted Cruz. Yeah. Like, Cruz, you know, with a suitcase had enough to Cancun when yeah. his people were, you know, freezing to death. And this guy's like in full military gear going off to war. Um, um, Yeah, they underestimated that. Like, there's images all over the place of tanks just running the fuck out of gas because apparently the soldiers didn't even know where they were. Because again... It's conscripted eighteen-year-olds that Russia sent over there. Yeah, most of these kids are like, we thought we were in another country, or we thought we were on an exercise. Yeah, I know. Or, a
1: lot of them early, it was like we didn't know we were supposed to kill anyone. We ain't up for that.
0: Yeah, we I don't want to yeah. do that. <laughs> what do you, wait, where are we? Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> so they're like surrendering yep. rather easily, and like this is the most important part too. Like the Ukrainians are allowing them to call home. Like oh, here, yeah? call your mom. Tell your mom you're still alive. Yeah. Like they're not I mean, they're still taking them prisoner. Yeah. But I mean, if the shoe was on the other pit, Russia would be executing people.
1: Oh, you'd like never hear you'd crazy. never hear from them again. I don't I don't think he I also think he underestimated his own people. Yeah. Uh there
0: There's protests in there's Petersburg. Massive protests. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like tens of thousands of people. Um and and here's the thing
0: too, he's not like China right now is like, no thank you.
1: Oh, they don't want any part of that.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I've been having like text conversations with Connor because Connor will be going off to Poland in May. Yeah, as part of that peacekeeping force. Um, but he's taken a lot of officer classes. He he knows a good deal about. Yeah. I mean, his diploma is in foreign relations. Yeah. So this is shit. He has spent a good amount of time studying, and he's just like, as soon as it happened, he's like, "What's, what's going <coughs> to? What's really going to sway this is what China does. Mm. If China just is like." we don't want any fucking part of this. Russia is fucking done. Mm. Because I was reading another thing from a military analyst. It's like, Russia doesn't have the supplies. It's like in the 80s when you thought they were a very wealthy country. Yeah, they were not. And they're not. Well, if people stop using their oil, they've got nothing.
1: You think they weren't wealthy a couple days ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's costing something. I read something like it's costing like $5 billion a day right now for
1: them. Which, well, just, just the, which is what they don't have. Just the the... Russian stock market dropped 40-something percent the first day. Yeah. And then you, last night at some point, uh, everyone decided you don't have... they.
0: You don't have banking access They don't have
1: anymore. access to any banks anymore because they canceled their SWIFT
0: access. Yeah, they've, uh, they've like, <clears throat> frozen the assets of, like, all these Russian ol- oligarchs. Mm-hmm. It's like, no one's going to fund this. Like, even, like, the Russian oligarchs that own, like, some FIFA clubs. Yeah. The clubs are like, that. we're not fucking playing. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so... That if the, if these people understand anything, it's the importance of their their wealth, and, and if this is going to cost them their wealth, they're not going to fucking
1: back. Well, it. because they're nothing without it. Yeah, and uh, well, and, oh, the other thing is, um, airports won't uh, airports around the world are not allowing Russian jets to
0: land. I know one of the <laughs> things that Delta today announced that they will no longer. It's like that they will not fly. They will not have anything to do with Russian airlines. Then, like afterwards, it mentioned. They don't currently work with any Russian <laughs> airline. It's like, brave guys. It's
1: yeah. brave. You really stuck your neck out the there. You got
0: out in front of that one. But again, yeah, that will happen. I mean, I, sh- I saw an image of like the airplanes around the world. Yeah. And like, our, there's like this big gaping hole. <laughs> big blank spot. Yeah, where there's no planes flying there. And again, yeah, Russia's going to find themselves cut off from the world. And if, like...
1: They're I mean, just going to... Yeah, they keep going this way. They're just going to end up a really, really, really big North Korea. Just, yeah, you can't you can't function in today's world like that. They're yeah. going to be stuck in the 80s for... Yeah.
0: And it seemed like their invasion was like, they hoped that they would take the Ukraine in like two or three days. Like, oh, definitely. Like what we did when we definitely. Talking, helped out with Kuwait during Desert Storm. Yes. We went in there, people flee it fled, and we had it no problem. Yeah. They don't have the sources. And watching this film, I can start to understand why the Ukrainians are the way they are. Because, I mean, this is Belarus, not Ukraine. But again, the Ukraine, it's not like that wasn't invaded by Germans either. Right. If you have a history of being invaded, you're teaching your people. Yeah. Like, I mean, they conscripted, like, every man from 18 to 60. Yeah. It's, like, automatically, nope, you are involved now. And, like, you see all these pictures of these people. Like, I saw one picture of, like, a 70-year-old dude showing up.
1: Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And yep. it's,
0: like, you know, he's ready for war. Um, These, you know... you. If anything that we've shown in our twenty years in Afghanistan and our fifteen years in Vietnam, it's very hard to win a guerrilla war yeah. when you are when you are the when you are the invader. Because I, I saw some statistic from a guy who teaches at the War College. You only need one person for every five invaders, yeah, and you can def- you can successfully defend your area because you you know it's like they've already like started. I saw I don't know if you see the picture of like a street sign. One says like instead of a street sign it now says like fuck you Russia yep. Russia this way Yeah, you know yep. they, they're taking down street signs they're clogging up you know city streets so that you've got to go commando style through them and that's never at the advantage of the invader
1: and all you have to do I mean I say that like it's easy I shouldn't uh, is just outlast them yeah like when the tanks run out of gas it's not a tank anymore it's <laughs> a big hunk of metal yeah
0: it's a coffin for people um, who are in there <laughs> And as we've already seen, they're running out of gas already.
1: Yeah. And, then, and they're <laughs> like, can you imagine the fucking balls mm-hmm. running out of gas in your tank as you're invading a town and going, hey, guys, can we have some gas? Yeah. We'd like to keep invading your town.
0: Yeah. And like, like, one no. guy like, pulled over and was like, well, I can give you a tow back to Russia. And then like drove off. No. Jeez. it's like Jesus. And back to your because, point. Because, you know, a lot of these people, they didn't know what they were doing. They like yeah. got sent
1: over yeah. with so, bad intel. Ba- well, back to your point, uh, just on a basic level, uh, when you're defending your home, you're defending your home. Most of the invaders, they don't want to fucking be there. Nope. They don't want to be there any more than the people being invaded want to yeah. be invaded.
0: <laughs> uh, but they have to be because they were told to.
1: Yeah, because if not, they'll go to jail.
0: And again, many of them thought, because again, it, we're already seeing this echoed on right-wing websites... They thought they were defending this country against Nazis. Yeah. And it's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> there are no. And again, I've you. I mean, fucking Republicans are already all over it saying that there's no. There, Ukraine isn't even really a country. It yeah. was Just made by the Clintons to essentially they funnel, can't funnel get, money. And it's they like, can't get their messaging straight. No, and it's like, wait a minute. The Ukraine is funneling money for the Clintons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like hitting all your boogeymen right there.
1: Yeah, it's just, the unfortunate thing is that people believe it, though. Well, not, yeah. but it's not even something to believe, because it's nonsense. People will take that as like, yep, yeah, that sounds right to me. Yeah, of course it's Clinton's. That it. sounds good. It must be Hillary's fault.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, just the fact that there were even Republicans defending Russia. For, uh, I mean, they're backpedaling like a motherfucker now for the, with the option of Trump. Not
1: the biggest one.
0: No, but he had never backpedal anything.
1: He's still saying Putin's a genius and all. And that's the thing that that fucking... It's it's wild to me, is that he'll go to fucking CPAC, talk about how great Putin is and what a genius he is and how smart it was to invade Ukraine, and then you could fucking pan over to... To Lindsey Graham and go, hey, what do you think about what this asshole just said? And he's like, oh, po- Putin's evil and blah, blah, blah. Just like it never happened. Yeah. Like, are you shitting me, dude? <laughs> yeah. That fucking fat orange guy next to you just fucking said, yeah. the guy that you want to yeah. be the president, The wh- you're it in- doesn't
0: track. I mean, it's like, especially because, like, your entire ethos as a political party has been, fuck communism. Yes. For about 60 years. Yeah. Russia has been the big bad since the Cuban Missile Crisis for you guys. And here's a chance for you guys to go, told you, we were yeah. right, the Russians are terrible. Look at what they finally did. Yeah. And you're not going with that because it goes with the Democrats. Right. Yeah, this is your chance to finally be literally they right would, on something you've been preaching for <laughs> like half they a century. They would rather
1: tie themselves to a terrorist yeah. than be seen as being, it is, it is worse for them publicly To be seen agreeing with Joe Biden than it is Vladimir Putin. And that's fucking sad.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Geostorm? (laughs) Yes, I was going to say, this is actually a good time to (laughs) to move into another world problem. Geostorm!
1: Geostorm, um, I I don't think I talked much about it because I didn't want to ruin it
0: for you. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's way more space than I expected.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of space. I did
0: not realize how much stuff happens in a space station on this. Uh, not much of the stuff that happens on a space station makes sense. No, but I fully expected it to be nothing more than Gerard Butler driving around avoiding storms. Like, yes. yeah. I sure. thought it was just going to be a much larger scale twister. Yeah,
1: or <laughs> volcano.
0: Or volcano, yeah. I did not expect that A, he was going to be like a leading fucking <laughs> scientist.
1: It makes about as much sense as, like, uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg when he's put into those yeah. scientist uh, roles. Christmas,
0: Christmas Jones. With the yeah, right, of the film. N- nuclear
1: physicist. Um, I will give this to Geostorm. It looks pretty good.
0: Well, again, we talked about it last one when we were it, surprised it hit at $120 million budget. You can see it, too. It's, it's not on the screen.
1: It's not one of those movies where you went, they spent how much?
0: I don't know. This is probably the person they had to pay the most was Ed Harris. Yeah. Which again, how the... You think so? That shocked me and I loved your response when I texted you. How did they get Ed Harris and whoever else? Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia, and then you're like, $120 million budget. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Of course they could get them for that. Uh, It
1: looks... Yeah, because a lot of movies like this, and this is where it goes, it all goes back to money laundering. When you hear about something that costs, I don't know, $60 million and you're like, I don't see it. Yeah. Where the fuck is that? Yeah. This one, yeah, you see, you see all hundred and twenty mil yeah. on mean, screen. Uh, it
0: looks pretty good. It's I mean, just fucking
1: crazy yeah. dumb. Well, it is
0: a Dean Devlin film. Yeah. Who hasn't directed as much on his own, but was often paired with Roland Emmerich yeah. in the '90s. So you know, Independence Day. He, he wrote. He most wrote most of them, most right? Of yeah. Them, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how many films he's directing had directed. I didn't bother check. I will. But I'll do that research. Yeah, but this is a big budget film with, I mean, big fucking ideas. The idea that, the, like, you know, we passed the tipping point on global warming, so shit started to go haywire. And we somehow created a string of satellites, like, not just, like, a web exactly. of satellites <laughs> that could somehow stop weather from happening.
1: No. Can make weather happen.
0: Yeah, or or depending, yeah. Depending on the need, it could do either. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, and he's then they, only
1: directed one other. And named, then they just... Bad
0: Samaritan. Oh, don't even know and then they would change out the satellites from time to time to take their data but something has happened in a village and again i was like oh really they went after the middle east country first yeah Ugh. i
1: i did like the i i'm not defending it part of the i think it's the juxtaposition of uh of the the what happens is like a a deep freeze happens in a very localized area and everything is frozen solid and it's in the middle of the
0: desert yeah um, um, yeah, because I mean, I like part of the idea behind it, where the U.S. helped build this along with all these other nations, and it was U.S. run for three years, and then after three years, it gets turned over to like Space NATO, right? Um, and the U.S. does not want that to happen, which is one hundred percent accurate. Did you? <laughs> that would so happen. Maybe
1: it's our our leftist pinko brains weren't picking up on it, but the right hates this movie like, thinks it's, like, leftist propaganda. Did you know that? No. It's very strange. I listened to... Actually, I re-listened to the Geostorm episode. I, I mean, I get it, because it
0: it leans... I'm saying this with a smile, but it leans heavily into the science. <laughs> it's all fucking made-up science for the it's most part. It's just or so silly wildly exaggerated science.
1: It's so silly that I can't...
0: Imagine I can't picture getting mad about it. Like yeah, it's a, a, so again, silly. As a pinko leftist, I'm not picking this up as my flag to fly. Right. I'm not ever. I'm not like guys. Gerard
1: Butler is not my spokesman for Guys, this. Geostorm has really got
0: something to say. Yeah. It's, it doesn't. No. I had a blast with it. Yeah. It, it was a fun movie to watch, like as you're getting ready for bed, yep. where you're like, I can shut off my brain and just enjoy Boy can you enjoy the ever loving hell out of stuff that makes No fucking sense. I mean, there's a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. You know. The
1: leaps in logic as far as, uh, I don't know, just how things are able to happen. Like, they just kind of kidnap the president. Like, this. Yeah. You just. During a political convention. You just can't walk (laughs) up to the president and be like,
0: this way, sir, and lead him out a door. Yeah. That is not possible. But, oh, I mean, but (laughs) thankfully, you know, Gerard Butler's brother. Is like right. very important in the president's inner circle. And he also happens to be dating under the radar a secret service agent. And I'm like, I feel like that could never actually happen. It's like, oh, we got to keep it secret. I'm I like, said, at that point, in the you're way, living in the same place.
1: Yes. <laughs> Bingo. At that point, I paused Geostorm and looked at Robin and said, Robin, I never had higher than secret clearance, mm-hmm. which is base.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I was never higher than an E6 in the military. And they make you fill out this 30 page fucking SF 86 form, whatever that has, and they do background checks and all that. They didn't know where the fuck this woman lived and who she lived
0: with. Connor applied for secret service and it was fucking a lengthy, like investigative process. Yeah. And again, he's only 24 so there wasn't a whole lot to investigate for him yet, because he's basically lived in his house, yeah, where he lived in college and where he lives now, his first apartment. Not and he's not had a whole lot of jobs to investigate. Like they didn't know who her roommate was. Yeah, come on. But he's in often in the same room with the president. <laughs> not even just a person who works at the White House. And you the odd. Uh, I mean, I back. I remember back to West Wing when, like, fucking you know. The relationships that would happen there. Yeah. It was like, no, everyone fucking knew. And... Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, it's...
0: Yeah.
1: That... Of everything in Geostorm, that was the least believable part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was. Kind of. Like, come on.
1: Yeah. Uh, Just because they
0: weren't careful about it.
1: No. And that's... There always seems to be... Because you have to have, uh, in any of these types of movies... I'm not to say I'm not gonna say to make it work logically to, but to move the story forward, you have to have people that serve so many different ridiculous functions.
0: Oh, like Zazie Beats.
1: Yeah. Who can just hack into whatever you need her to. Yeah. Oh, um, I can do that, sure. I wanted the movie to be about her. I she was do. the most interesting character well, in the entire Geostorm. Yep. And she's oh, yeah. on screen for like ten minutes. Yeah, I just
0: lo- I love the girlfriend though. Like, you want me to do what? I took an oath. That's yeah. basically like, please, okay. <laughs> I guess I could do please? it. Please, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll kidnap the president. <laughs> yeah, and then drive away. And, and it makes me sad that <sighs> no one in the film <laughs> was driving an actual geostorm. Storm.
1: <laughs> uh, that came up in the um, I think in the How did this get made? That that there is an actual geostorm. Storm, and they were like, do you think like at some point someone saw the script and was like. Guys, you know there's an actual Geostorm, right? It's,
0: and it's like the smallest car. It's this
1: little car. teeny shit car. And do you think they're like, fuck, we already did the posters. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like, it's too late now. We gotta call this stupid movie GeoStorm. Yeah. Uh yeah, it is absolutely terrible, but it's absolutely worth watching. It's on HBO. Oh right
0: yeah, HBO Max yeah, because that's where I watch it because I I surprisingly don't own it. <laughs> Are you going to? If I ever find it like in a like dollar, dollar bin, seven? fuck yeah, yeah, I'll buy it because um, it's one but will you watch it again who knows mm. but it might be one like someone wants to watch I'll be like I can let you borrow that
1: <laughs> yeah if you need to see Geostar if you have a hankering for some although Geostor, I do now have
0: on top of my DVD player upstairs Gerard Butler's Gamer ready to watch that at a moment's notice mm,
1: I've never seen Gamer
0: I haven't either but it looks equally as ridiculous so I'm like fuck it I'll do a couple of Gerard Butler films in a week why not
1: what's the one with Catherine Heigl Oh, Where he's like a an Irishman? No, I don't know. He may be. He is like a the ugly truth. Holy shit, that movie! Uh, it used to be on. It's once again. It was a, a Sunday afternoon at work type movie. It was on all the fucking time. That and Gerard Butler's big on like TNT. They stuff. really
0: tried hard to make Gerard Butler like a romantic comedy lead, which you know. After seeing Three Hundred, I could see why they went that direction. They're like, guys, you can draw abs on him like nobody's business. Um, yeah, why they didn't just put, start putting him in more and more action films. I mean, he's still got a few here He was and there. in quite a few. I mean, he had, a, he had a franchise. Oh, that's true. He's got the... Olymp- fallen. Olympus franchise, fallen, which I haven't seen any of those. Really? Yeah. Uh, I watched Law Abiding Citizen, which made me angry.
1: I've seen Law Abiding Citizen, like, th- parts of Law Abiding Citizen, like, 30 Cause times. Because the end of
0: that where, like... I
1: still don't even know what it's
0: about, and I've, like, seen it. Well, it's like here's a guy who had everything planned out except for what what eventually defeats him at the end. And it's, it's the
1: one with Jamie Foxx, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's
0: literally like the dumbest thing in the world. Like he didn't booby trap like one particular area, and it's like by everything else in the world, he had eight million things drawn out. Right. Yeah, okay, now and I'm, I'm, I'm just it's like coming back to me a little bit. I'm like a man who thought this far in advance about everything didn't set up a booby trap in his home base. What? <laughs> so
1: someone could just get there? Alright. Is it him that's in the... Yeah, it's him that's in the one uh, that's either just come out or coming out soon that's uh, similar. Isn't he in prison and... Cop out. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, that, that, yeah, he, he's the one who's chasing after because it's Frank Grillo that he's chasing.
1: So a much better version, hopefully, of Gamer. I mean, not Gamer, <laughs> but uh, Law Abiding System. I'm hoping so. Yeah. I've got it...
0: I think it's... F- yeah, It's uh, I think it's on Hulu or something right now. Oh, it is? So free- it's out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because that's actually by. I was actually um, going to check that out. Joe, Christ, Joe Christ. That's an awesome name. I know. No, but the director is um, the guy who directed Narc and the A Team and the Gray. <sighs> but I'm forgetting his fucking name. But he's a great action director. So I'm like Carnahan. He, Joe Carnahan. Yeah. So I'm actually, <clears> looking <throat> for, I didn't I didn't realize at first that he was one who directed Cop Out. Huh. Uh, well, if Hulu ever loads, I'll put yeah. it up there. Um. <laughs> I'll probably watch that this week, because I've got that, like, queued up on my, uh... yeah, because I, I keep a list of things on my phone of stuff that just came Yeah. to, like, streaming, because, like, The King's Man just came. I am not going to watch it. Cop that. Shop, The 355, and Kimi, Soderbergh's new one, just came. I guess that's, that is getting mixed. It's it's Soderbergh, so I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, and then one I, I just watched, which was actually pretty funny, I Want You Back. On Amazon I was,
1: uh, Robin and I were wondering if that was worth watching. It's worth it. Okay. Totally worth it. Um. What's it called? Cop Shop? Cop. Cop Out. No, Cop Shop. You're right.
0: Is it all one word? Yes.
1: Fuck is it? All right. Anyway. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. It exists. Oh, fuck. Um.
0: What was the one you watched this week? The, uh, I want you back.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah,
0: with, um, Charlie Charlie Day and, um... Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. Um, they each play people in separate relationships who get dumped, who then, because they work in the same building, meet each other and start becoming friends, and they're, with their goal to break up the other person's new relationship. Right. So, like, Jenny Slate wants him, because, again, he can't... Her boyfriend is, um... Scott Eastwood, or was Scott Eastwood, and he's dating, like, a woman who's a baker now. And Charlie is like, oh, I can break him up, and she's like, no, you can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thanks, but no, I don't think you can. He is dating, uh, or was dating, oh, Christ, I can't remember her name, but she was in Jane the Virgin. She's the main character in Jane the Virgin. So Jenny Slate's going to go break up her. And is her- that America Ferrera? No, but it's rodriguez gina rodriguez yes there you go um she my... is dating um fucking some guy the guy from um the good place not cheaty, but uh um, fucking the one who likes jacksonville oh jason mendoza yeah she's dating she's dating jason mendoza who's playing a very very sensitive um middle, not m- middle school stage director not jason mendoza no who uh, puts on an amazing version of fucking Little Shop of Horrors. Manny Jacinto is his yes. name. Uh, I wanted Just the kidding. film, because it's two hours long, so it overstays its welcome. Oof, that's a long But long I'm like, if, it, if, if 45 minutes of this had been his play of Little Shop of Horrors, I would have been 100% on board. Huh. Uh, I mean, it goes through all the beats you would expect, where of course they're going to fall in love, and then something's going to happen where the truth gets out and things go bad, and then maybe they'll get back together. But it's a fun movie. And again, Charlie Day and Jenny Slate are fucking hilarious whenever they're on stage together. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> a couple surprise cameos that I won't ruin. But yeah, fun, we'll that, fun we'll film. We'll put that on the list then. Definitely yeah. worth I was
1: I, I was going back and forth because it was the sort of thing that you see it and you're like, I think that would be something I would like to watch. And then you don't hear much buzz about it and you're like, and that scares you off? Yeah. That's kind of how I've been.
0: Oh, C- Cop Shop is on Peacock. Okay currently on Peacock yeah um and then let me get back to my my viewing list here uh yeah watch watched Children of Men Saturday morning super uplifting film to watch first thing of the day uh Andrea had never seen it um I started one of the reasons we watched you. I Want You Back yeah cause we are like okay we need to need to change the tone in the room
1: <laughs> I didn't even get out of bed to watch Come and See I woke up and watched
0: it in bed <laughs> oh man uh, watched Labyrinth last night because I picked up the 4K. I night. saw that. Um It's a little disturbing because I, I never noticed it, but Huggle is wearing like a leather vest with a face on the back. Like like a leather face mm. face on hmm. the back. So I'm like, did Huggle skin someone and wear that as his vest? <laughs> I want to um, go
1: back. I want to see the story behind this vest. You
0: notice a lot more when shit's in 4K on these older movies. Like, yeah. A lot more sparkly things. Like things sparkle in this fucking movie. Um... Like Pattinson Sparkle? Kinda.
1: Hmm. Uh, I bet I haven't seen Labyrinth in 35 years. It had been quite
0: a while since I watched it. Uh, but <coughs> I really wanted to watch it, so I yeah. had I had a gift card for Bull Moose. So I'm like, well, oh, fuck it, I'll pick that up too. It's awesome because I had both like a $50 gift card and I had like $120 worth of points. Uh-huh. So I got to like buy a ton of shit nice. for next to nothing. Um... What else? Oh, yeah. uh, Geostar. A Serious Man finally rewatched that. That's one of the ones I'd only watched like one or two times prior. God, I love that movie. Like, that's just a movie where you're going to watch a whole lot of. Again, Cone Brothers. Uh, Probably the worst lucked Cone Brothers film ever. Where, like, you know, because a lot of their films have like lovable losers. Yeah. Nothing happens good to this guy. Like the entire fucking movie, continuously <clears throat> kicks him in the nuts.
1: I wish I had seen that you watched it, right? Because I would have. I bought it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a long time ago, a month or two ago, uh, when we first started talking about going through all the Cohen ones, um, I would have watched it because I watched. I did watch Miller's Crossing last night.
0: Yeah, I was getting to Miller's Crossing. Uh,
1: much like your um, uh, all your points and your gift cards, uh, I ended up getting Miss Miller's Crossing for five bucks because it was. Uh, I had. The last two months, actually, since I started watching the Korean ones, uh, Korean movies, uh, I've been saving up. Every time I order something on Amazon, I always pick the shipping where you get the dollar credit. Yeah. Um, In the past, I just ignored it, but like they stack. Yeah. So you can, as long as they don't, they do run out after a certain amount of time, uh, you know, because a couple of the, some of the, especially the Korean ones and uh, some of the more obscure movies that we've been watching lately, aren't available, aren't yeah. really available, and that's kind of half the fun of, of watching some is of these movies of now. Yeah, and then is you're like, finding no, nobody's
0: them. seen this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Andrea said that to me once, she's like, you just like the fact that you've seen more movies than most people, right? I'm like, yep, I do. I, I like that almost anyone can go to me and go, oh, have you seen this? And I can go, yep, yes, I I,
1: <laughs> I don't think that, I think with me, it's the, uh, it's, it's almost like a game. Yeah. Like, and a lot of times we've had this conversation before, I'll spend, like, weeks find, searching for something and then waiting for it to go on sale and, and things like that, and then I fucking will not watch it. Because once I have... I now have it safely in my collection. I can watch it whenever I choose. I put now. it away, I close the fucking lid, and I yep. push it back into the closet, and yep. then I'll get it. Put there. it in our Mylar bag with yeah. a acid-free backing. And, uh, yeah. and uh, I'll get to it eventually. I have done a pretty... That's also kind of been one of my goals this year is to plug away at my list of movies that I own but have not seen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's why I started doing the no rush shipping on Amazon. Cause there's, there's five or six like really good yeah. Korean movies that are only available on Amazon. Up,
0: I don't care. Cause I'm yeah. not, I don't need to, <clears throat> yeah, I'll do the same thing where like, shit, I haven't seen this Mads Mikkelsen film. I better order that. Yeah. And then it's like, I started prepping for, you know, March Madsness like yeah. in January. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if it takes two weeks to get here, fine. Right. Whatever. Right. Just let it get here. And now I find myself with like 30 fucking Mads Mickelson films.
1: Uh, yeah, which I was going to, I was just going to watch The Hunt and maybe a couple other ones uh, for March, and then, and now The Hunt isn't wherever it was It's before. somewhere else though now.
0: It is? It has moved over from, it
1: was on, was it on Prime maybe?
0: I think it might be on Hulu now. Okay. I'm just going to say that for everything. For everything it it's probably might on, be Hulu. on Hulu. But I remember seeing it come up somewhere because it's one of the ones that we're going to cover on my Video Monsters podcast. Yeah. Because we're each picking one that we're going to watch. And then for the last one, we're going to do like a tournament. Uh, And we're like, how do we do a tournament when we haven't seen most of these? It's like, just guess. There's three of us. We pick, you pair two up and see which one you might want to watch more. Now, does he have to be the star of the movie? Or is it just. As long as he's like a bigger part. Yeah. Like, Like, I'm starting off on Tuesday watching Casino Royale. Yeah. Because that was the first time I remember like actually seeing this that, guy that going. It's him. That's that's a Noticing that's an actor. Who yeah. is he? Yeah. Um and then yeah, I'll do a couple I'll do a couple of the smaller ones. Like he was in Three Musketeers. Sure. A three Musketeers. There's a bunch of people in that film that I'm surprised are in it, so I the Logan Lerman one. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll watch that one even if he's only in it for ten minutes, just so I can cross this off my list. Um but yeah, most of the one... There's a bunch where... He's he's made a lot of movies where he's the main fucking character that just... Yeah. We didn't know about. Oh. No. Oh, it's on... It's free on a couple... It's on Voodoo for free right now, The Hunt. Oh, okay. It's on the Roku channel, Voodoo free, Redbox free, Canopy, Hoopla. <laughs> Hoopla. But it was on... Amazon. Yeah. I mean it was on one of them for free. yeah. That kind of sucks. Cause I was planning on watching that on on Hulu or whichever one it was on cuz I don't on Amazon. I don't want to watch it with fucking ads. So now I'll have to go buy a copy of that probably. Hulu's
1: not so bad. Not too bad with I I mean, you, can rent it found three, you can rent it for 3.99. So I never
0: I I like refuse to rent stuff. I only will if the price is more than 10 bucks and I can't find it anywhere else. Yeah. if like if it's for, buy it for 9.99 or rent it for 3.99, I'm going to buy it for 9.99. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but that starts off soon. But yeah, Miller's Crossing. Right. Had you seen that it before?
1: No. What'd you think? I liked it. It was, uh, I, th- it is a, it's, it's a fascinating Coen Brothers movie because I, because th- we've talked a bunch of times how they have kind of, I mean, their, their movies are kind of all over the place, but they have two distinct styles. Mm-hmm. They have their kind of goofy ones and then they have their serious ones. Yep. This one is both. Yeah. It has lots of elements of both. Now, all of them have elements of both. I think so far, of all the ones I've seen, this is, this mostly, uh, more than any of the other ones, has its feet in, has a foot in both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, because I started watching it as a, one of the serious ones, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. They're acting kind of goofy here
0: and and they and they do. Yeah. But uh especially anytime John Pulido's on screen. Yes, he is Jesus. way over the top. <laughs> it's terrific. Um But and, at the same time though, you then have fucking um Albert Finney, yeah, who is very serious throughout. The yeah, time. and but but
1: nice. Yes. Uh a, a nice mob boss. Um I think the dialogue adds to the the Kind of silly aspect, because uh, they do... They talk like a, a 40s yeah. film noir, mm-hmm. double indemnity style. Yeah. Um, people always want to know what the rumpus is.
0: I know, I love whatever they say. What's a rumpus kid? <laughs> it's like, I love that. Um, um, yeah, I mean, and for people who haven't seen this film, it's essentially oh yeah. <laughs> like Yo Himbo, where... I don't think that's going to help anyone. It should, damn it. Last Man Standing, then, with... Bruce Willis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a remake of Yo uh, it was. It was. Essentially in this film, um Gabriel Byrne is a mob he's he's an Irish mobster. He's like he, a he's, he's like a, a He's second more like the you know? Yeah, he's not the muscle. Right. He's the um, he's the voice behind the muscle. Yeah, who often doesn't get listened to and that's when problems start to arise. Um he's also mm. fucking the mob boss's wife. Right. Girlfriend. Girlfriend, yes. Uh, which, Important distinction.
1: Yes. Which if He's people, not going to cross that kind of line. Which
0: if people don't know, like, we'll get him in trouble, obviously. Yeah. But, like, his boss makes, his boss is protecting a guy who is fucking up the business because it is the boss's girlfriend's brother, played by John Turturro. Right. And Gabriel Burns is like, just fucking let him, let the Italians have him. Yeah.
1: But so he won't. just to, the the setup. John Totoro is a bookie. Yeah. And the Italian mobster who is not quite equal to the I Irish mob him. boss But he's getting is, there. Is getting there and he his big thing is fight fixing. Mm-hmm. And he fixed a fight and he wants the good uh, return on it. He yeah. wanted the
0: three-to-one return. He's getting mad. It's ethics. Yes, it's, it's very Be- Because he's like, every time I fix a fight, this bookie starts fucking with stuff and I don't make any money off the fixed fight.
1: Because the bookie finds out about the fix and then sells that information to other people who then bet on the fix, which then lowers the odds. So the, uh, the, the Italian yeah. guy is only making one-to-one instead of three-to-one. Yeah. And that ain't right, man. Yeah.
0: Ethics, man. It's ethics. So they want to
1: kill uh, John Turturro... But the Irish mobster does not want to let that happen because John Turturro is his side piece's yeah. uh, brother.
0: And Gabriel Byrne is like, what do we gain yes. by keeping him alive versus what do we lose? Because he, he, he's right. Yeah. The Italians, while not as strong yet, are getting there.
1: And you gain nothing by letting yeah. John Turturro live so, other than keeping yeah. your girlfriend happy, who is... No one in this movie Also, Also, every one of these people is terrible. Yeah. Um, most of all, Gabriel Byrne. He's the biggest prick in the movie. Yeah. Um... Yeah,
0: but he gets punched a lot. Oh my
1: god, he gets so he gets punched so
0: many times. He gets punched by so many different people because his big thing is he's he's always got his own angle and he's not afraid to lie to anyone. Yeah, so that there's a point where he lets John Turturro's character go because you think the kid the kid John Turturro is just a rube. Yeah, at first he's just a kid and over overhead, He's crying. He's blubbered. So he lets him go and like okay disappear. Of course he doesn't. And then you learn just how fucking calculating he is. John Totoro's is fucking amazing in this. Yeah,
1: every everyone involved. The whole thing is double
0: cross after double cross after double cross. And who's going to finally that's at the end the of it be able to yeah. reason their way out of it? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's a film noir, without being a film noir, being funnier than most film noirs. Yeah, I still fi- I think it 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 fits. Mm-hmm. It works. Yeah, as that great film great fucking film and it's it's just so weird because they would then go from that to Barton Fink which is more screwball they yeah they just pinball from fucking Blood Simple to Raising Arizona to Miller's Crossing to Barton Fink it's I've now I've I finished my rewatch of them I've now watched all of their films within like the past year and a half so yep. I'm pretty pleased with that um, I still have to watch Crime Wave which is the one they wrote and direct. they wrote for Sam Raimi to direct it was Sam Raimi's follow up to Evil Dead apparently it's a big fucking mess but I have it it's a it's a region B film so it's one of the reasons I haven't watched it because I have to watch it on down, downstairs disc and Andrew doesn't want to watch it so <laughs> I'll probably end up watching that like but like a half an hour before work then a half an hour after you know oh, when yeah. I get home from work before I start cooking dinner type of thing yeah I'll watch it piecemeal yeah um, especially because again March Madness starts on Tuesday so I've got our really gear up for that. <laughs> how many Mads have you got? I've got like 30 I'm going to try to put down. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, it was surprising how many films, and a lot of them are like really good sounding films because again, he's foreign. Yeah. So he's got all these foreign films out there that I've never fucking heard of and I'm like, they sound great. Right. <laughs> and he did a bunch of Nicholas Winding Raffin's early films. He's in like Pusher and oh. Pusher 2, uh, Valhalla and, Rising.
1: And you, you've already watched the... One where
0: it's like him and three friends. And, Writers of Justice. Yeah. Yes. Which I might rewatch because again, that one was just so good, and it's he's it's, done four or five films with those three people. Oh yeah. In the same director, like it's it's like every five years they get together and make another film.
1: And that one is available somewhere. I think.
0: I think it's on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking nothing is on Hulu. Um, um. But it was that one was like. One of my most surprising movies of last year where I was like, holy fuck. Damn, that's what we were going to do this And We are going to go over our statistics. I've we didn't it. do that at all. I've got that. I figured we'd close with that.
1: <laughs> okay. Because um, I started looking at mine. It's not that interesting. It's just a bunch of Korean dudes. Um, <laughs> no Country. You watched No Country this week? Yep. Uh, that and Fargo are my two favorites.
0: Yeah. That's not like... No Country, again... It's one of those, you know how fucking good it is until you, and then you rewatch it and you're like, yeah, it's even fucking better than I can remember. Yeah. Like, it's just so fucking There's, good.
1: there's five stars and then there's like five stars.
0: Before the devil knows you're dead. Yeah, it's five bucks. It's a great film.
1: Yeah. Um, haven't watched it yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is, a, that is a, that, that's a, a five star among five stars um, for me. Yeah. It's, and I hadn't seen it. I think I had only seen it one other time. I think mm-hmm. I had my mm-hmm. original viewing of it whenever it came out, and I had never seen it again, but I never forgot it. It was one, it's one that really stays with you. Um, so watching it again was like you said, it's like, man, this, like, it's everything that I remember that it was. Yep. Uh,
0: it's, it's so incredibly tense. Like yep. the entire way through, you're just like, God damn it. This is a perfectly made film.
1: In true Coen Brothers fashion, the protagonist is a
0: fucking idiot. Yep. (laughs) You know, like, that's what... I mean, he he isn't an idiot completely. He makes some smart moves. but But it's only something that's going to keep him safe for, like, the next hour. He's He's, not much of a... Llewellyn Llewellyn, Llewellyn. isn't much of a long-term thinker. Well, he's also...
1: uh, Everything he, he's very confident in what he's doing, but he never, right up until when he, spoilers, dies, he never fully grasps what he's up against.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, just the fact that, like... And that's very clear. It took him a great deal of time to figure out that there's a tracking device in the money. Way too long. Like, (laughs) he found that... Like, I'm sorry, if I find a big suitcase full of money... I'm I'm taking the money out. I'm emptying that entire fucking suitcase and checking all of it. (laughs) Just A, to see how much money is actually there. Right. And also to make sure there's not a fucking tracking device in it. Because it's like, they show up at a hotel. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. uh, There's no way to know he's there. Yeah. But he's got two groups of people on him. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, Jesus Christ. Well, one and, one group of people and
1: then just one dude.
0: Yeah, but then he gets away from there and goes and checks into another hotel and is like, maybe I'm being followed.
1: <laughs> it's frustratingly stupid. Yeah. See, and that's, well, it's, it's another kind of, it's a film noir thing, but it's also a Coen Brothers thing of, because you, the viewer, is just like going, just grab like four or five of those. Yeah. Stuff them in your pocket and fucking leave.
0: Yeah, they're ten thousand dollar bundles. Grab ten, go, and you're and just go. They'd probably let you get away with it. They would probably just. They wouldn't even notice it at first until they,
1: and then they'd be like, "Ah, fuck it, we lost a hundred grand." Yeah. Don't,
0: don't try to, yeah. Don't be greedy, Llewellyn Moss. Yeah, especially when you've left your truck at the scene of the crime. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, because of that. Uh, Because again, you also. And he even admits it. He's like, ah, "I'm fixing to go do something stupid." Well, that's what gets away, and then goes yeah. back. Going like, back is what why fucked on him. on Earth, would you yeah. ever go back? Going back is what fucked him. No one has any reason to ever think you're out there, right? But you go back and you stumble upon it, and you end up having to leave your truck behind. And now they know who you are, where you live, and everything. Yeah, and then you're because you got your
1: shot. Yeah, the tires shot out. Yeah, because then you're fucking done. And again, in true Coen Brothers uh, uh, fashion, the whole. The MacGuffin is just lost to everyone. No one gets it. Yeah. Uh, no one gets it in Burn After Reading. <laughs> no one gets it in Fargo. Fargo. No one gets it in No Country. The that is a recurring theme where whatever every the the money everyone's always chasing the money, but no one ever gets it. Yep. Uh, but a whole lot of people die. Uh, one of the it's it makes it. It made it for me, I think it was more impactful. And maybe it's one of the reasons that I remember it the way that I do and have felt the way that I do about it for the last 13 years or whatever since it came out. Is that, for one thing, in in movies like this, it kind of goes without saying that Llewellyn's sweet wife is, she's there to worry, Mm. but she'll be fine. (laughs) She's not. Because Llewellyn made a bad
0: choice. Yeah,
1: so she dies, and, like, he is so unceremoniously killed in the movie. Oh, yeah, it's off-screen. It's off-screen, and it's like, this is how, the movie is telling you how insignificant he is in the
0: grand scheme of things. That the protagonist you've been following all along is murdered off-screen. You know, it's just... uh, uh, and it's not even like he's walking into a scene where you're like, oh shit, he's gonna get murdered. Yeah. It's just, oh, he's at a hotel. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, nope, <laughs> yeah. he's dead. Next thing you know, what the hell's his name? Tom
1: something Bell. Something. To- anyway, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, he's great in this. Yep. Um, and after watching, uh, it's so it's a, it's such an odd career that he's had because. He's been in some bad stuff where he's, I don't know if I would call it bad, but like cringeworthy. Like him in, uh, uh, as Two Face is yeah, it's the embarrassing. Worst, like, ever. <laughs> embarrassing. His character in Under Siege is embarrassing. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I, I did watch the synopsis for that recently. Uh, but it, it's so odd when, when, it really, it comes back to material that like how Mm cringeworthy someone can be with bad material, but then you put them into the right situation and it's just what we got from no country. Um, we spoke about Deacons earlier. Uh, it's a gorgeous movie. Um, I I
0: watched like Yeah, no surprise. He's my leading cinematographer this year. Oh yeah. Like after far. watching, you know, like it's funny cuz like he's the first one, and Barry Sonnefeld's the second one cuz hmm. Sonnenfeld like was the uh, cinematography for the Coen's like first four films. Um What was I going to look up?
1: shoot. A little preview of our numbers there. Oh, speaking of <laughs> uh speaking of um cinematography, I watched cuz I watched uh like I said, I watched Parasite this week and I I had to finish it on the criterion because we lost our internet the day that the we the, had the, the storm. Yeah. Um
0: did you lose internet? No well we lost our power like for two minutes at a time, like yeah. seven different times. Oh really? We lost it for like five minutes
1: and then the internet didn't come back on till the next morning. Oh
0: our internet stayed on, but again at that point we're like Let's just watch a DVD. Yeah, because even then it's like we were no, yeah no we watched it. Yeah, we watched a DVD because we're like if the power blinks out, we it's just that. But yeah, for like over like a three hour span, our power would blink out for two minutes at a time every fifteen minutes. It was annoying more than anything.
1: So I ended up I had started watching Parasite. I finished watching it on the Criterion. So while it was in there, I watched a couple of the little features again, Um, and one of them was with the DP. This is just a, a interesting little anecdote. For a movie that size and that quality, he shot the entire thing. Mm-hmm. There was no like other. He was the the DP. So when you make a movie, you got your director of photography, and then there are other people that operate the camera. Also, he was he shot yeah. every yeah. second of Parasite, and he used one camera.
0: Yeah, him and uh, Soderbergh are very similar in that way. Like, yeah, it's funny because Soderbergh will, is almost always the cinematographer. But he never lists himself. He um, always makes up a name because uh, he doesn't want to see his name in the credits like eight times. Yeah. So it's like he use he's usually his own editor, but he gives it a stage name. But yeah, he's, he's been shooting his own movies for like two decades now, where he's been the cinematographer under a different name. <laughs> I would think that the uh, you just put it all in one. Yeah, I think at this point it just becomes it becomes a game, kind of fun a
1: fun yeah. little thing. Like what to name do. can
0: I make up for this guy? Uh, yeah, I, I like it when... I mean, I get it. Some cinematographers are, cinematographers are just fucking brilliant and utilize them. But some of the directors have like, such good eyes. It's like, dude, if you can shoot this yourself and it looks that good, go mm-hmm. ahead. Do it yourself.
1: I would just think that the amount of... Because, uh, again, going back to Deacons in No Country... Um, I think I mentioned it last week, that one that, the thing that I watched with him, he talked about just the scene of Llewellyn sitting in the hotel room with the shotgun waiting for the guy to get there. Mm -hmm. It took eight days to light that scene. Mm -hmm. And that scene is like less than a minute. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine being the director and then also having that. Yeah, having to spend that much
0: time doing that.
1: (laughs) It just feels like your movie would never get made.
0: (laughs) Jesus. So how Bong does it?
1: Yeah. Um, Good stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Stats. Uh, Uncharted,
1: real quick. Oh yeah,
0: I Column did watch I... the pitch meeting for it. Oh, you did? The pitch meeting, hilarious.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Colin and I went to Uncharted. Um, I went in with expectations, uh, expecting to not be. Uh, I wouldn't. I, low expectations is not fair because I did not have low expectations. I did not have the expectation that it was gonna be like, um, this is the version of Uncharted, uh, this is the definitive, like there's, there's these wonderful games and then this <coughs> movie uh, is equal to them in, in terms of like where I would rank them. Like that, this is gonna be as good an Uncharted movie as the Uncharted games are games, yeah,
0: that wasn't going to happen.
1: That was never going yep. to happen. You also have to go into, and this is frustrating, kind of. You also have to go into it uh, understanding that it is a prequel, mm-hmm. because they've taken well, a the bunch fact that he's of just so young. Yeah, uh, if you don't know, if you haven't played the Uncharted games, the and this is canon because uh, you can see his driver's license in Drake's Fortune. For, and you can like actually look at you can look at his driver's license and he is at the time of the first uncharted game he is 27 years old Nathan Drake is oh wow
0: it's younger than i expected
1: and then by the time the the last one he's like in his mid 40s yeah so tom holland in this or sorry nathan drake in the uncharted movies is explicitly it is said he is 25 years old so if you just want to take it that way
0: It's just that Tom Holland is well known for playing a high schooler. Yeah. So you've kind of got that. Because he looks young. Even if he's probably pretty close to 25. Oh, he is. He he just looks much, much younger. How old is Tom Holland?
1: 25 years old. So they've taken a lot of uh, set pieces from the games and put them into this, what is a prequel story. Yeah. so the set pieces obviously don't match the games. Like the whole the 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 main. Uh, also, you've seen all the set pieces, by yeah. the way, uh, in the trailer. In the trailer, yeah. you've you've seen this whole movie basically. Um, they took the the plane thing from Uncharted Three. They took the auction from Uncharted Four. Uh, what about the boats? <laughs> oh, the flying boats. The flying boats. Uh, that's not from anything. But um, this is. This is meeting Sully. Um, in the game world, they meet when he's much younger. They meet when he's 14. and Sully is about Mark Wahlberg age. Uh, so really, if you're looking at it that way, the ages are okay. If you're not expecting Mark Wahlberg to be Sully, mm-hmm. he's pretty good in this. You're still you're getting Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I, I'm not saying you're not. You are getting <laughs> Mark Wahlberg but the banter between the two of them is actually i've heard that it's still appropriate it's I've still heard that it's, good. it's not it's not the same as drake and sully in the games but the drake and sully of the movie it's different but it's still enjoyable um and they actually they have they have some fun funny back and forth uh the 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 character in the movie that is closest to the game is Chloe. Chloe is pretty much the way she is in the game. And I thought it was, I think it's interesting, even though they're pulling stuff and it obviously doesn't, it's not following the games. Um, when you meet Chloe in Uncharted 2, because she's not in the first one, when you meet her, they have a past. They know each other. And of course, being thieves, the whole theme of that, particular game is much like miller's crossing there's no honor among thieves yeah um i think the way that this is setting up because by the way this this is done well uh financially so there will be another one
0: it's looking like it's going to cross 200 million
1: yeah worldwide this weekend i think sony's thrilled yeah um so this is going to be a franchise. There will be a second one. I think that this movie, because in the game, you know that they have a past, but you never hear anything about it. That's all you know. Yeah. I think that's this. This story is what they're going to reference maybe mm-hmm. possibly later when they do, if they do the Uncharted 2 storyline or even whatever, yeah. if Chloe comes back. Uh, the movie ends with, uh, and look, I'm going to spoil <laughs> this because it's not worth <laughs> that. I guess I saw the pitch meeting, so... You've seen it. Uh, it's one of those frustrating things in any kind of origin story or prequel-type story is the, the the characters you went there to see aren't there until the very end. Mm-hmm. Like, you went there, I wanted to see the Sully's Hawaiian shirt and his mustache and his fucking big hand cannon and his cigar. Yeah. You don't see that until the second post-credit scene. Uh, the second post-credit scene sets up the story of Drake's fortune. Ah. So really, because the the second post-credit scene is is Nathan uh, in a meeting with another uh, lowlife, trading slash getting it stole getting the ring stolen from him uh, to go find the Nazi gold. Yeah. And that's the story of the first game, Drake's Fortune. And that's how this one ends. And at the end, Sully breaks in to to save Nate. And he's got the mustache and mm-hmm. the Hawaiian shirt and the great big gun and the cigar. And that's the first time you see what you were expecting to see as Sully. The rest of the time, it's
0: fucking yeah. Mark Wahlberg.
1: <laughs> um, I can live with that, though.
0: Yeah, I,
1: and once you've...
0: And again, I'm not spe- expecting this to be Indiana Jones level of amazing, you know.
1: No, but I have watched uh, I did two see of that. the like, Indiana Jones recently, and it's, I mean, obviously, the Uncharted games are are based on mm-hmm. Indiana Jones, uh, or inspired by Indiana Jones. Um, it is funny how much of, uh, you know, setting the Uncharted movie aside, how many uh, mini-games or sections of... of the Uncharted games are like, oh, yeah, that's from Last Crusade. Yeah. You know, that's where they... That's clearly what they were doing right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Last Crusade is pretty good. Um, I had, that's another one I hadn't seen since... Because that's one of those ones that you see...
0: Yeah, that was God,
1: always on like HBO. Like, fucking daily. Yeah. And then I bet I haven't watched it since 1992 was probably the last time I even would have watched it. I think I
0: probably, whenever the Blu-ray set came out, because mm-hmm. I picked up the Blu-ray set, whenever that came out is when I watched it last. So that's still like four or five years ago. The think. only one that I ever go back to is the
1: first one. Yeah. I never, I yeah. haven't seen Temple of Doom in... Uh,
0: I always go back to Temple of
1: Doom. Goodness knows how long. I'll watch it. The I last think Crusade I will watch it. Last is usually
0: the one I'll skip. Yeah. Well, that and the newest one.
1: Oh, yeah. No, usually, I don't if like, I feel the
0: need to watch an Indiana Jones film, I'll either watch Raiders, and if I've watched Raiders recently, I'll watch Temple. Yeah. I almost never go to, I never go to fucking Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull.
1: I've seen that once.
0: Seen it twice. I saw it in the theater and then I saw it when it came out on home video because I was just like, I was, because I saw it like at like a midnight showing and yeah. I was tired. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought. Nope. It's still pretty is. bad. Still is terrible.
1: It's, it's interesting though because I didn't,
0: um... like how can you have John Hurt and fucking Brendan Gleason and, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Everybody you've got in that movie, and it's still that bad. Uh,
1: I, it's funny that the, uh, and this is the first time I've ever really, not put it together, well, I guess put it together, and maybe it's because I saw Uncharted this week, and then I watched Crystal Skull, or not Crystal Skull, I watched uh, Fun- uh, Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the complaints with the Uncharted games, spoilers for the Uncharted games that are 15 years old, mm-hmm. Is that in all three, the first three, they start off, and it, this was always the complaint. Oh, they start off all like Indiana Jones, and it's awesome, blah blah. blah and they always at the end there's some like s- stupid monster or something, mm-hmm. because like at the end of, of Drake's Fortune, you get zombie Nazis, or no, I don't remember. And then in two, you get the the uh, the Yeti mm-hmm. things.
0: Yeah, and then like three of them, the super... jungle monster
1: type. Yeah, things, but... so pe- that was always people's complaints, is that it, it goes from kind of realistic, kind of grounded...
0: Yeah, but you, you can't have a boss battle against a human.
1: <laughs> well, and that was kind of always the excuse, but if you go back and watch the Indiana Jones movies, they all end with some wacky supernatural. supernatural at yeah. the yeah. end.
0: Yeah. Uh, how did, I guess, I don't remember how Temple of Doom... Well, he sends Ram to his death on the bridge. Okay. It's not even a big action set piece. Right. You know, it's just they're all on a rope bridge and he cuts it down and then he climbs up and he eventually kicks Mooram down to his death.
1: But, like, the first one has the literal Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Uh, the third one has the literal Holy Grail yep. and a fucking 700-year-old knight. Yep. And you're complaining about Uncharted because it's it yeah. it was it was Indiana Jones and then it gets all fucking weird at the end. Well, yeah. so does Indiana Jones. They're copying that exactly.
0: Yeah, fucking... Crystal Skull's got goddamn aliens. Yeah,
1: Well, that another that's another thing. When uh the complaint and look Crystal Skull is not a good movie. Um or at least I, I don't remember I, I, it. I it's not. Um and but one of the big complaints about it was it's fucking good aliens. Well, yeah, the other shit the other ones had dumb shit too, but they were good. Yeah. They were you were entertained.
0: Uh yeah, the aliens were dumb, but so is yeah, but a 700 I mean, they did night. it cuz Indiana Jones has always been pulp adventure. Yeah, pulp adventure went from like jungles and deserts to aliens in the 50s. Sure. So, I get why they were doing that, but again, didn't make the movie better. Right. Didn't it? Didn't make make it bad, but it definitely didn't make it better.
1: Yeah. And, look, uh, I know that the 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 fridge, the nuked fridge, is the epitome of Indiana uh, surviving anything. But look, he'd been doing that since Raiders. That motherfucker can dodge a bullet and not get hurt. Yep. He should he should have been dead
0: many times. Yeah. Because, again, um, when you get right down to it, he's a fucking archaeology professor. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's Harrison Ford, but still. Yep. He shouldn't have been able to outlast the Nazis. The other Indiana joke, we've, we've spoken at
1: length about the whole, uh, what Lucas wanted for Marion as far as age and that whole setup,
0: like... I know, but it makes the whole Anakin thing make more sense now. Like he's got a thing.
1: It does. He's got a thing. And I and I also I, I thought the same thing with uh um God, what do I keep for it? Last Crusade. Not as bad, but was it necessary to have him and his dad have sex with the same woman? Was that was that a needed story element? No. Like what what is your hang up, dude,
0: <laughs> about with weird yep. uh that's, I mean, yeah, because I remember with Phantom Menace, the whole problem. I'm like, there's no reason that Anakin needs to be, like, eight in right. that film. He doesn't he, need to be ten years younger than he, her. He could have easily been 15, yeah. and everything still works. Right. He could still be a gifted pilot. He could right. still be forced to just not really know what it is. Right. And he could still be a slave to Watto. Everything that he is still works throughout the entire length of the film if he's 15. Instead of, like, eight or ten, or it's, how old Jake Lloyd was. And then you get rid of the icky, oh, my God, they're going to marry eventually. Because she was young. She was, like, 18. She was yeah. a young queen. Yeah. It's not nearly as weird if they meet ten years later. Right. You know? It's just, like, bizarre. Yep. Like, what
1: you've got a hang up, man. Yeah, Lucas,
0: like, Lucas like some weird shit sexually.
1: Why? Why even Why even put that in your movie? Like, what... what
0: one of the one of the especially the, films that you know nerds obsess over every little detail. Yeah, uh, it's just it's
1: one of the you would think one of the, the the rules of movie making like the whole Chekhov's gun thing. Don't show anything unless you're unless there's a reason for it. Don't show a gun on a wall unless it's going to go off in the third act. Yeah. You know, or if you show a gun in the first act, you it better go off in the third act. So, in other words. Everything, you've got, you know, uh, 120 minutes. Yeah. Don't put shit in there that you don't need to tell your story.
0: Especially if it's going to detract from everything else you're trying to tell. Because most of us are going to watch it and go, wait a minute.
1: Yeah. You have have forced everyone in the theater to suddenly do math in their head. Yeah. And be like, wait a second. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking weird, dude. And same thing with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, wait, why does she have to be 11 at the time they had an affair? That's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> what is we're supposed to like this guy, yeah and you're telling me that when he was 26 27 he was dating an eleven year old yep like
0: and I'm supposed to root for this person yeah he's he's a he's a hero uh. and and an intellectual so like <laughs> is he globe trotting with a series of child brides <laughs>
1: And, then, <laughs> and then, does Indy and go like, to Thailand a lot like, <laughs> not to get even grosser on a on on that level, but like even if you wanted that them to have had a relationship have you talked you ever talked to an 11 year old
0: like 11 year olds aren't interested in that right hopefully well like you could we've met a couple that probably because their life is yes shit. way more mature than it ever needed to be but yeah the majority of 11 year olds are going to be like i don't want to get with that you, grown up right you you couldn't have yeah you couldn't even have that sort of relationship 11, correct yeah when I came here today, the first thing he told me was about all the new stuff he bought on Fortnite with his own money. Not... <laughs> <laughs> it's... Not weird shit. Yeah. Right? Like, it... it, it it's good stuff. That person... That...
1: A person that age is... Their brain hasn't developed to the point to even... Forget about... Uh, forget they about... They literally
0: have not been flooded with the hormones yet that will cause
1: them. Yeah, that. to it, even want to be interested in that sort of thing. And even taking all of that aside, putting... Putting all of that aside, uh, any relationship or sexual stuff. At eleven years old, you can barely, as an adult, kind of have a an actual conversation. There is mm-hmm. still like when. That's why, even though I, I don't like dealing with seventh and eighth graders, you can have a conversation with a fourteen-year-old, like and yeah. and and be not talking on the same level, but it's it's. Why did they, why did you want her to be 11? <laughs> you know, I just keep There's going back no to that.
0: Reason. There's no I reason. zero reason. And it makes it sound like I'm defending, like, nah, well, make her 14. No. yeah, I I'm mean, saying if, you if, can't. If, like, when the, he'd met her again, I mean, she's mad at him. Yeah. But, like, if your whole point had been, no, she was traumatized by that what That would have been did, different. And she fucking hates him for it.
1: That's right. a different thing. But no. It's not. It's like she was a,
0: sh- I was in
1: love and you yeah. left me and I was broken hearted. Uh, again, thankfully the cooler heads prevailed and they, they did hire, uh, you know, Karen Allen was in her thirties or whatever. So it would have made her uh, between 18 and 22 at the time of their relationship, which is fine. Um, another weird thing that came out of that conversation, cause wherever the conversation we're referencing was, uh, between, uh, Kasdan, George Lucas and Spielberg, uh, at one point I think it, it I I think it was Lucas and the other guys agreed because they were trying to talk him out, talk him up from 11. Uh, And Lucas says, well, if she gets any older than 15, that's not interesting anymore. (laughs) what? (laughs) What are you talking about? Okay, George. You just want to plug your ears and be like, la, 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 Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. (laughs) like, fucking A, dude. Uncharted. He's a weird man. (laughs) Uh, never learn more never, about your heroes. do never meet your heroes, kids. Um, so yeah, Uncharted, twenty twenty one stats. Yeah, uh, I can actually pull, and I will pull mine, I'll up, pull mine up on here. On my, so on, on my internet
0: computer machine here. Uh,
1: so I these are all. Per, this is a personal record for me. It's gonna yours will be will dwarf it. But I watched one hundred and ninety movies last year, which is the most uh, ever.
0: I was five hundred and sixty one, which is I
1: believe my most ever. Um, but again, I didn't
0: work for half that year.
1: Interesting thing about my weekly numbers is I only went over seven. I only watched seven movies in a week. So in other words, one a day. Um, that's, that's tough math. You know, seven yeah. in a week. That's one a day in case <laughs> you didn't do that math. Yeah. I only watched seven Twice, and then I only watched more than seven once, and that's oh. when I was hurrying at the end of the year to get get to my fifty Korean movies. Um, my highest is eighteen. That's a lot for me. Was that the weekend of that film festival, June eighteenth through you, the twenty fourth, where you rented, where you had like three days to watch as many as you could? Yeah, and I was literally like one right after another, one right after
0: another. Um, but I mean, I, my my lowest. I mean, there was one week, and it was a week where you could tell it was like that's the week we were out on vacation because I watched like. Two films yeah. that week, but other than that, other than that, two. My next lowest was four a couple times, but I aver- I average ten point eight a week.
1: So, um, just for uh, the interesting side note uh, for me, I, so I only did seven or more three weeks out of Damn, the total year last year, but this year uh, I've only had three weeks where I had less than seven. Yeah. I have two eights, two seven, two eights, three sevens, and a ten.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm averaging 9.3 a week so far. This, this
1: year. year?
0: So, uh, you know, I'm slacking. That's more than one a day, for those of you who like to do the math.
1: Um, I did uh, set it up so that uh, Barking Dogs would be forever the last movie that I watched in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, scrolling down to my... It's not my- a big surprise that after uh, United States... Ooh, what was your
0: first one for the year?
1: Uh, that Midnight Sky, the Clooney
0: one, and then okay, my first one was Pretty Woman, and then The Night House. And my most watched were Hellbender, I watched twice, and yeah, and Handmaiden, I watched twice.
1: Um, I wa, yeah, I watched uh, Hamilton four times, Free Guy twice, and then The Infinity ones twice. Uh, I'm gonna try to avoid that this year, Mm. watching although it's gonna be hard. Um. Interesting, your your top category was action.
0: I don't generally pay attention to that. My top what category your... was drama followed by horror, then thriller. Huh. So we both have drama and thriller in our top three.
1: Horror is not in my top anything. No. I watched like three. That is not
0: surprising. <laughs> but uh, also not a surprise, South Korea is second to the USA.
1: Yeah. Uh, so after uh, 129 uh, were uh, U S and then 52 South Korea. And then English is roughly the same. Uh, I mean, language is roughly the same. Um, after that, I don't watch a lot, like a lot of times you'll see like Germany. It's just because one of the producers happens to be German. It's not, that means that I watched five German films. I
0: didn't watch a film from that country. What are
1: you talking about? But yeah, right. Uh, but the South Korean ones are all South Korean. Um, my watch rewatch, I it was sixty eight percent. 130 out of one ninety. I was at
0: exactly sixty nine. Yep. Uh, uh, what about your new release percentage? Twenty twenty one new release. Uh oh, uh thirty three. No, but what a, percentage? You seventeen point four. I was yeah. at thirteen point seven. It's hard to. Oh, you're reviewed, not reviewed, though, dude. Oh, I on. don't, I don't review stuff. Hundred percent. That's pretty good. I, I
1: rare, rarely review stuff.
0: Dude, look at all those South Koreans. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: yeah, your, my, your rating spread my rating a, spread very similar to mine. I, uh, so, I don't know if they do it once a week or if they do it once a month, but uh, the Letterbox Twitter, uh, I think it's, about, it's weekly. I think every Friday they post, all right, everyone post your rating spread and see if they're... And I'll, I'll scroll through and try to find someone who matches my rating spread. It's like a fun little game I play.
0: Well, I always check before. I, it's so funny because, like, I've right now with my Letterbox followers and the people I follow, my rankings are usually very close to what the, what the rankings are. Yeah. Movie. So it's like if I watch like I watch a movie and I'll be like, I'm gonna give this a three and a half, and yeah. I look on my the letterbox average for my reviewer, the people that I've friends with, it's almost always the same. Yeah. Like eerily so.
1: It's looking at people's rating spread is interesting. Yeah. Because it, it tells you a lot about what they're watching and because a lot of times people will post their, you know, a, a screenshot of their, if, if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah.
0: Which. Tough yeah, shit. Uh, <laughs> we're not, so we're under, under
1: your letterbox stats, you can see a bar chart of uh, your ratings and like how many of each thing you gave. Like, for example, in 2021, the rating I gave out the most was four star. I rated five, 55 movies at four star. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a gradual building up. And it really starts at about two and a half. Because, again, yeah. we watch very few movies that we know we're going to hate. Things like Geostorm are usually the only ones that I'm going to yeah. rate low. Because I watched, And I know that going in.
0: Yeah, I only watched 27 two-star films yeah. out of, like, almost 600 films.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I had three that I gave it to. Uh, so I get a steady uh, climb up to four. And then it's a sharp drop down to four and a half, and then four and a half and five are about the same, and that's not uncommon. I've found. No. And people will say, "I'll give about any good movie that I enjoy to four. Yeah. But you got to earn a four and a half. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because my my four stars, I I had 148 four star films. Does your spread look roughly like mine? My four mm-hmm. and a halfs are a little higher than my five. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's a sharp drop-off down to 69, four and a half, four and a half star, and then 40-something five star.
1: And I would say... And most of those
0: five stars
1: are all rewatches. Thank you. I was just going to say that. I yeah. think the reason that my five star is higher than my four and a half is because a lot of those five stars are rewatches. And a
0: couple of these were kind of cheating. Because, like, I gave Close and of the third kind of five star. Yeah. But I watched a new cut. Oh, yeah. Same with Handmaiden. I watched a different cut. Yeah. Same with... Donnie Darko, I watched a different cut. A lot of my five-star films, it's because I watched a different cut for the first time. Yeah. But yeah, almost all... Same with America. Nope, I take it back. Yeah, I bet. Let's see. One, two, three. Kill Bill, Whole buddy Affair. Different cut. (laughs) Four,
1: five,
0: six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Only ten of those were like first time watches yeah. of a film I hadn't seen any version of. Yeah. And almost all of them, it was like fucking Harold and Maude, and, you know, Nomad Land. Yeah. Stuff that were like 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, of course that's a fucking five star film. It was Academy Award nominated yep. and highly regarded. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, so a lot. Of that, same is true for mine. Most of my, a, a lot of my five stars are rewatches because I watch. Well, five star February, I watch Spotlight, and Parasite, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, going down to most watched people, my top five are all Koreans.
0: Yep. Um, between... And there were, and there they'd be the ones you. Most of them are ones you would expect. You know, Song Kang Ho. Ob well, Obetsu, three. Murak-si. But see, like Oh
1: Daisu and uh, Lee Kyung Young are both character actors, but they you see them in everything. Yeah. Um, and then Song Kang Ho is then number got two one of the at big 14. stars. Yeah. And uh, Song Kang Ho is again like your—he's your Tom Hanks. Uh, Madong Suk is uh, or Don Lee. He's the, probably the most famous Korean actor now. Yeah. As far as like if because he's in Eternals. Um, Oddly enough, Eternals was not one of those, because I watched that this year, right? Mm-hmm. Would that have come out on Disney this year? I think so. I think it was in January. Um, and the other one's Quack-Dohan. Um, he was the cop in the wailing and mm-hmm. a couple other things. Uh, after that, I've got Chris Evans. Uh, i got some Marvels. Yeah. Uh, with some uh, more Koreans peppered in. Some more Marvels. With some yeah, my entire list is Marvel either either Marvel or Koreans because I did, I did about a fifty percent Marvel rewatch in 2021. I think mm-hmm. I got up to Ultron. Um, so yeah, my top 20. I wish you could go further than 20. It's frustrating that you can't. I know. Um, so of my top 20, I think it's pretty evenly split uh, between Korean actors and Marvel people. Yeah, I mean mine. Let's see, I mean, Tom Hanks, because I had Hanksgiving, right. where I watched... See,
0: like, your months
1: of watching one
0: person yeah. skew your top end... And, like, Vin Diesel, he's, he was number two. Because you watched... All I watched fast. all the Fast and the Furious, and then a couple other <laughs> random ones God of his. God bless you. Ben Affleck, just because I watched all the Kevin Smith films again, sure. and the, the Justice League films, so... Oh, showed okay. up. Like, the only ones of those, like, he was in The Last Duel and School Ties, those are the only ones that aren't either tied to DC or Kevin Smith. Um, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, mostly the same thing, although actually no, he, cause he's in fighting with my family, pain and gain, jungle cruise and free guy, which he's barely fucking in, but he's in it. Yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman is like my top one. Who's not been, was not in a lot of stuff. Her. Interesting. Yeah. Cause she was in, yeah. Cause I didn't even watch Aquaman this year. So. She's in Being the Ricardos, Margot the Wedding, Practical, Practical Magic, Val to Die For, Killing of a Sacred Deer, Bombshell, Flirting. Uh, Debbie Mazar. Because you're 90s stuff. She's in everything in the 90s. Yeah. Um, Will, Willem Dafoe showed up in a lot of different things. Um, then uh, Song Kang Ho shows up at, in seven films. But he's tied for me with Xander Berkeley. Because again. Just shows up in everything. What, was, what would Zander Berkeley have been in that you were... Apollo 13, Volunteers, Safe, Leaving Las Vegas, Dark and the Wicked, Amistad, and The Grifters. Okay. So he was all over the map. Gal Gadot, Steve Buscemi, Ed Harris, Kurt Russell, Paul Walker, Sam Jack. Sam Jackson was only in six films that I watched last year. You can tell I did not do a Marvel rewatch last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because once you just put in your normal Sam Jackson yeah. and then add Marvel into it, he should be the top of your yeah, list.
0: Yeah, I only watched Avengers Endgame with Sam Jackson last year.
1: Well, uh, I can you know, I said, like I said, mine were um, uh, all Korean and Marvel people, Tilda Swinton being one of them, but the only Tilda Swinton movie I watched was Endgame. Yeah. I mean, a Marvel one. The rest were yeah. uh, Snowpiercer, Moonrise, Kingdom, Dead Don't Die, Ogre, and Constantine.
0: Yeah, it's weird to think that I watched as many Sam Jackson films as I did Jason Mewes. Because mm. Jason Mewes only appears right. in Kevin Smith films. But, oh, and Scream 3. But isn't he in every single one? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Sam Jackson. Wow, the only Sam Jackson that I, that wasn't a Marvel. I watched Kong Skunk Island. I did?
0: Hmm. I don't remember watching Skull Island I must have that was before, right before because Kong uh, Godzilla vs. Kong came out uh, in April that's why I watched it Or okay. ma- it came out right around then that's why I watched it
1: which that, and thinking of that movie it's filled with Marvel people it's pretty much only Marvel people yeah. uh, directors is exactly the same as my actors what's
0: cool what's cool though is both our top director was seven films
1: because hmm.
0: I watched Spielberg with seven films that will not be the case this year. <laughs> I'm already over seven with, I think, two people. Yeah, I've got the cones uh, no, already, so that that was like 15 total yeah. from what I've seen this year. Uh, Ron Howard at six. Roland Emmerich at six. Kevin Smith at five. Justin Lin at five. Zack Snyder. Lana Wachowski. Steve Miner. Clint Eastwood. David Gordon Green. But, I mean, it quickly goes down to, like, yes. three. Yes. Um, A lot of directors I only watched, like, three films of. And a lot of directors I watched three films of.
1: My directors once again are mostly Korean, and it's not uh, the Korean film industry is much smaller than mm-hmm. uh, obviously Hollywood. So there's like, and that's kind of how I got. He's to got a new
0: film coming out very soon, Gareth Edwards.
1: Yeah, or Evans, Evans, Evans or Edwards. Um, I so Bong and Parker are one and two at seven and six. I mean, Bong is going to be seven until he makes another one um park i didn't watch what did i not watch there was a couple that i didn't watch uh after that it's a the the next closest american is jeff nichols at three i, I watched that little trio of jeff nichols movies uh, early in the year mm-hmm. uh the ones with uh when i was doing my what did we call it the shenanigans? Shenanith- oh, the shenanathon. Shenanathon. yeah uh, <laughs> Uh, Zack Snyder, Russo brothers were three each. Um, and then the rest were, a lot of them are Korean. Cause, uh, a lot of the ways that I would, that I would pick my next Korean movie is like if I watched one that I really liked and I would just watch other things that that person had made because I'm not as familiar, uh, with, with everything else. Uh, JJ Abrams was there with two, uh, John Watts. He's the Spider-Man guy, right? He directed the Spider-Man movies. Uh, oh, is one Japanese person amongst the Koreans <laughs> and the uh, and
0: the Americans? Miyazaki. Oh, the new Gareth Evans film, by the way, it's called Havoc. It's a story set after a drug deal gone wrong when a bruised detective must fight his way through a criminal underground. It's Timothy Timothy Tom Hardy, Forrest Whitaker, Louise Guzman, then a whole bunch of Asians. <laughs> but I'm guessing it will be very action oriented. <laughs> Probably. But I I love the idea of, like, the two main people being Olafot and Hardy. That's a good pairing. Uh, But I think it's Tom Hardy on the poster. Sure. Yeah, I think so. What were your
1: highs and lows as far as um, most popular, highest average, lowest average?
0: Uh, Uh, Let me get back to that. All right. Highest average was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Interesting. At 4.4. Okay. Uh, lowest average was 1.5, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, most popular was Knives Out. Knives Out, and then the most obs- one of the top. Ones. And most obscure is one of the film festival films I watched, Who's With Me, yeah. which doesn't even qualify for a rating.
1: How many people saw it? How many people have logged it? So when we say, uh, most obscure, it means that not many people have logged it on Letterboxd. It's had... Lowest number.
0: 31 views... Oof, that's a and good one. And 14... Re- 31 views, 14 reviews. That's...
1: 31's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Because
1: uh, mine was that Tool documentary I watched, which feels yeah. like cheating. I think it yeah. had like 500. And I mean,
0: this one, I think... No, this one wasn't even... I take back this one wasn't in the film festival. This one was one we got a screener for. A guy asked us to watch it. So we're, oh, yeah? Okay.
1: So then you... Yeah, that's that's definitely going yeah, to cause be... Yeah, because I don't
0: think it's had... A, a like, release? A, an <laughs> actual physical release. Yeah.
1: Um... Uh, yeah, the Tool one was like 500, um, and it wasn't very good. Uh, the the shitty thing is about for, uh, especially if I continue to make it an annual watch, uh, Parasite is the highest rated movie on Letterboxd, yeah. so it's
0: going to be my highest every yeah. year. Yeah, I like this year with Come and See. I haven't watched Parasite yet, but this is... 4.6 as well, right. so unless I watch Parasite, this one will not be displaced.
1: Right. Uh, and it also... Is very popular. Is it the most pop?
0: What's the most watched on Letterboxd? I don't know. My most popular this year is Scott Pilgrim. Oh, interesting. And my most obscure is uh, Our Lady of Lust, which was a 70s nun- Italian nunsploitation flick. <laughs> okay. And lowest average, though, is Steven Seagal's Attack Force, 1.5.
1: Look at my lowest average this year. Geostorm! Geostorm. But once again, this year, 2022, uh, Parasite is both if most any, popular. Anywhere
0: you... Yeah, I I kind of hate that.
1: Because,
0: mm. like, you watch Parasite and you're like, oh, that's never going to change Shit. then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, my most obscure is Yellow Sea, which was... A re- that was the one that I suggested you watch. Yep. Um, That one uh, has around 2,500, I think. Not uh, bad. It's not bad. It's hard to find something that has, if it's got any kind of release that's got under a thousand. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's a lot of people on Letterboxd. Um, Have you this, watched Nightmare this, Alley yet? No. You gotta watch that. I know. It's on my list. It's on my, uh, I feel like I, I got to cheat Frances McDormand out of Miller's Crossing last night.
0: Yeah, because she, she is in that and like... Half a second,
1: like because I kept saying because I I remember looking at the cast at the beginning and saying, "Ooh, I'm gonna get another Frances McDormand notch on my on my belt." And like she, I forgot that she was in it until
0: you see her. And it's like, oh, she's just like barely in this. Yeah. She is my number two act. She's like my number two actor so far for this year. Um. So the
1: Cohen, who is number two, who's number one? Uh,
0: Nicholas Cage. Oh, so far. yeah. Okay. And that's going to explode come April. Yeah. Um you Although can, it'll be fun cuz like Mads Mikkelsen will be number 2 at that point.
1: Looking at my actor list for 2022. But
0: yeah, yeah, for instance, oh I take it back. She's tied for second with David Arquette. Hmm.
1: You can tell what directors I've been watching by looking at mine cuz yep. there's a ton of you can tell that I've been watching Cohen, Tarantino, hmm. uh and uh Lumet because there's McDormand... Oh, Balsam, Did you watch Brolin. The Verdict yet this year? Yes.
0: Did you know Bruce Willis is in that as a, in a cameo? No. Because I, I was just as I was listening to a screen draft episode and they were talking about best legal thrillers of all time and Verdict was the number one. It's not that good. I know. Actually, I take it back It was number two it lost out to my cousin Vinny. <laughs> that's, kind, that's, which kind is why, a, that's
1: kind of a kick in the balls. Which
0: is why I love that that, that, that podcast. <laughs> but yeah, apparently towards the end, there's a if you there's a scene in the courthouse, and if like you look up in like the gallery, both Bruce Willis and Tobin Bell are like just extras in that. Just hanging out? Yeah, because it's like Bruce Willis has hair. Huh. Because yeah, he was just an extra. Huh.
1: Gosh, what year was that? Wasn't that 82 or something right so yes. he would have been well I mean he was not a young man and die hard but it was a good episode
0: though for screen dress because they had um, I can never remember his name but he's, he's an actual lawyer but he's an act, he wasn't act, he was Shelley, the fat kid in uh, Friday the 13th part 3
1: okay but he went <laughs> I on, thought you were going to name something I knew
0: No, but he went but yeah again though the fact that he was the fat kid in Friday yeah. the 13th part 3 who is now like a big time legal lawyer so they had him on the show and yeah it was interesting because he 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 does not, he went on this massive rant about Atticus Finch,
1: about like how he is
0: the worst fucking lawyer. Like, it's like, you get it, it's a great movie, he's a stand-up guy, but he's a yeah. shit lawyer. Like, yeah. his client dies. Yeah. His client gets murdered in this movie, and he doesn't win the case. <laughs> like, I know, I know it was the South, I know it was the 50s, but still, terrible lawyer. Yeah. Uh...
1: Yeah, directors this year, it's Coen's uh, for me, and then Spielberg at five, Lumet at four, Del Toro at four, Bong at two. Most of mine are
0: pretty low. Two Finchers, two Tarantinos, two Watidis. Yeah, you can definitely get some Watidis up there. Yeah, mine right now are the Coen's, Wes Craven, Edgar Wright, and again, John Turtletaub for his two Mm. National Treasure movies. Just two National Treasures I'm surprised if I'll ever see anything directed by that man again, because I don't know what else he's directed, so I'm looking it up right now. Oh, The Meg. Oh, he, he also directed Cool Runnings. Interesting. While You Were Sleeping. Oh, he will get a third, because he was in he directed Nicolas Cage's uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh. He's directed 16. Congrats ones.
1: on getting ready to watch that one.
0: Oh, I will not watch Three Ninjas. What? I will not watch Phenomenon. Is that... That's the Travolta Travolta one? Travolta one. And also The Kid, which was a 90s... uh, 2000 film with Bruce Willis that I never saw. Nice. Yeah. Stats!
1: I'm thinking, if I had to guess, looking forward, just because he has the most available remaining, I will probably end up with Spielberg near the top. Yeah. Because again,
0: he's directed like forty something, yeah, and
1: a lot of films. them are so easy to just sit down and watch.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, plus West Side Story will be coming out two weeks, I think, something like that. Yeah. So I'll march eleventh. Wa- yeah, maybe. I'll definitely watch that. And yeah, again, it's hard not to watch a Spielberg film over the course of the yeah, year.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you have, if you're, especially if you're trying to, I mean,
0: yeah. Even if you're not, though, it's, the dude has been directing for fifty fucking yeah. years. Yeah. And he's directed some of the biggest films of all time.
1: And uh, he listened last week. Yep. And in, in just four or five days' time... Turn uh, that around. He he uh, he whipped up a... A, a bullet. bullet remake. Yeah. A or bullet remake? No. S- bullet. Using a Re- movie with
0: the character yeah. in it. So probably not the same story as right. Bullet, but... Yeah. Either way, I don't care if he does Bullet all over again. I what wonder who it? he'll cast... Well, someone said if he doesn't cast Damian Lewis, it's a fucking because young Dame he played he played Steve McQueen in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he looks just fucking like him. Mm. But it's Spielberg; he'll cast whoever the fuck he yeah. wants. And it'll it it work. wouldn't it wouldn't
1: be a shock if he cast a nobody. Yeah, not at all. And then surrounded him with mm-hmm. a bunch of people you know. Um, interesting. Uh, we got anything else? No,
0: no more business for me. What are
1: we got? What have we got for next week? Anything?
0: Uh, no, just going to be starting my Mads, March Madsness, so I'll yep. have some Mad, Mads Mickelson films to talk about, I'm sure. Right. Um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be other things, too. So it's not like that's all I end up watching, but... I feel like I've probably, watched- I'll probably get closer to where you, where you are right now in Far Cry 6. Yeah. Yeah, my movie
1: watching went down a little bit, because I spent my, the times when I would normally be watching,
0: like, half a movie, I was playing Far Cry. Yeah. Um... Um, I know I have a screener of a movie to watch to either tonight or tomorrow night for uh, the new uh, Christ I'm forgetting their names they directed Spring and Synchronic oh. uh, Benson and Morehouse yeah, yeah I, I have access to their new film nice yeah the guy who does I do Video Monsters podcast with he like lives for that shit so he just seeks them out and like can we nice. get a screener and they always say yes
1: yeah I'm gonna watch Brooklyn. <laughs> I did take the important first step of buying it, though. There so, you go. I saw that because it, it was five bucks on, on I, I almost did week.
0: the Leo point at the screen. When I saw <laughs> I'm like
1: there it is, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, it was. It was funny because I I finally put it on a on a watch list so that it would pop when it was on sale, and, and like two days later, <laughs> it
0: went on sale for five dollars. Like oh, I kind of have to buy it now. I have to watch a German film too because. Uh, we did an episode where The Adams Family, the people who directed uh, Hellbender, mm-hmm. came back on, and he recommended, we're talking about Final Girls, and he direct he he recommended this German film that he saw, and he's like, and once you watch it, you have to email me and tell me what you thought about it. I'm like, okay. She'd be like,
1: I don't use email.
0: I'm like, I'll watch. What year is this? <laughs> I'll email you. Sure thing, pal. Um, sure sure have thing, you movie seen director. How is I
1: It's. Apparently pretty good. That is
0: one I have not seen. It's like one of the few French extremity films I have not yet got a chance to see. Uh, I got Nightcrawler on my list. Oh, wait, no. Or Cendie's Villeneuve. Cendie's Villeneuve. That's right. I still still have not seen that one yet.
1: Um, I still want to watch City of God. Watch, City of God is so. I should watch Serious good. Man just so we can, so I can. I'll, I'll yeah. try to watch Serious Man before the end of February. I think officially. I think
0: you'll like City uh, uh, Serious Man because it's fucking. Like I said, nothing good. Ha- this the whole movie is just them shitting on this one guy, but you can't help but fucking laugh at the stuff that happens to him. Because it's like I mentioned, it, there's a reverse MacGuffin in this one. Like, he's given something he can't fucking get rid of, no matter how hard he fucking tries to get rid of it. Like Gabriel
1: Burns' hat. Like Gabriel Burns' hat. Keeps coming back in
0: Miller's Crossing. Uh,
1: I still haven't watched Power of the Dog. Yeah, you need to watch that. I still haven't watched Enemy. I should watch Enemy. It's very short. It's like less than 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, I still haven't watched French Dispatch. (laughs) And I still haven't watched Nightmare Alley. So I've got, I have plenty. I have, I have plenty there. of stuff that I could be watching. Yeah, um, and most of those would fall under a five star. Yeah, I'm
0: also, I'm super curious to watch the Papillon remake. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Did you notice that Charlie Hunnam is in uh, Children of Men? No, he's the dreadlocked guy. He is. That's Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> I didn't know. Like that. the best performance he's given, and you don't <laughs> ever see his. That's, that's why he disappeared you, into the you, role. You don't see his face. You never get a good clear shot of his face, but he talked. And I'm like, that's Charlie Hunnam. So I looked up and I'm like, holy shit, that was Charlie Hunnam. Gosh, how old would he be? He must have been young. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's not old. Not... No, but it was, it was pre-Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, I say that Sons of Anarchy was probably 15 years ago. I'm like, the best movie he's ever been in and you don't really ever see his face. Huh. Good for Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. You've got a good film under your belt, Charlie. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Although got he, he can that. now say, though, he's now worked with, like, two different, like, Academy Award-winning Best Directors. Yeah. He didn't win in either of the films that he was in. <laughs> but... No. <laughs> no. But still. I thought
1: he was going to get a nomination for uh, for Pacific Rim, though. <laughs> Yes. That's like one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. In in a movie that had a budget and had a
0: director and like... Yeah, had everything possibly going for it where the director could have picked anybody he wanted well, to be in and, that film. And also, like, they they
1: let him give that performance and then was like, yep, that's good enough, guys. Yeah. Wrong brother died in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gosh, it, it's the sort of thing where, like, after a couple days, you're like, God. We gotta recast. Yeah. Couldn't you have pulled the Drew Barrymore
0: scream with this and uh, kill Charlie?
1: <laughs> yeah. Put him on the poster and then kill him in two minutes the first two minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well we'll be back maybe next week. I to think so. Do this again.